you work the theater, I'm told, yes. by you. And yes. I've known this for that's quite some thing time. That's been you, divulged. You were telling me, I don't know what that word means. Uh, you uh, were telling revealed. me. Oh, yeah. You were telling me after you your, ever heard your some, old person yeah. met <laughs> Miss Hap. Oh, another, I had another you had follow one. Up? You had a follow-up. Yes. And this one's all not as bad, but. Pray tell. So we hold these fundraisers every beginning of the year, or we used to, where you donate, you'd give a dollar and donate, and you'd get a heart pin to put on your, you know, your lapel or your jacket or your book bag or whatnot, sure. what sure. have you. And it's to help children with disabilities in need. I cannot remember what the name of that uh, charity is, but if I can find out and they have a link to it, I can put that on our Facebook page. Yeah, do that. Anyway, so. <laughs> yes. I'm going somewhere with this. I okay, sure hope so. No, so. I, uh, mainly the, the script was basically, would you like to donate a dollar to help a child in need today to get the, to sell the pins, basically? Or would you like to donate four? It was four dollars, actually, to get the pin. Three or four dollars to get the pin. But you could say, would you like to donate a dollar? What, 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 what? Yeah. Yeah, you know. And one time... <laughs> I accidentally said, I didn't finish the sentence, but I was beginning to say, would you like to donate a child? Would you like to donate a dollar? (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to donate a child to help a dollar in need? (laughs) Actually, you know what? I have one right here and uh, he's kind of being a punk today. Why don't you take him? He was a mistake. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, but uh, only for a dollar though. <laughs> ah, you're gonna have to raise that price a little bit. You're worth more than that. Oh man, <laughs> there's some funny stuff that happens at the theater. At the old theater. Are you are you recording this? Are you recording right now? Yes. You recording? Oh, okay. We got rentals, carnival hijinks, Bo Peep show, Can I Do Reeves, Lost Toys, Keen Peel sketches, all of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men the podcast. Coming at you, not live from a toy chest in Andy's room. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men podcast, and it starts right now. All right. Listeners, new and old, thank you for coming back, or coming to us for the first time, for a new episode of Sequel Men the podcast, where we're continuing our series in the Toy Story saga, if you will. Um, my name is Christian Bringitall. I'm here with my co-host and co-anchor, what, whatever. Whatever, I'm just going to you. Okay, <laughs> co-host, co-anchor, co-person, yeah, well, uh, whatever. I didn't mean it that way, CEO. I swear. Oh. Spencer, how you doing? Good, good, that's great. Spencer we're, King. We're really happy you're doing well. We know you're doing well because you're listening to us. Hey. Yes, thank you. Check this out. Sorry for dismissing you that That's way. all right. I, I forgive you. Forgive and forget. <laughs> here, I got a thing. Oh. We're the sequel men. Yes. This is sequel men, the podcast, as you know. What we do. Not men, the podcast. No, not, like. thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> no, we. I think we fixed that design a little bit. It was just that image was a little blown the up. The thumbnail was cut yeah, off was on Facebook. And one of my friends. He's a raining man. One of our friends commented, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I don't think, I don't really think I want to listen to men, the podcast. And to that I say, why not? Well. No, I'm just kidding. We are the sequel men. We're taking listeners on an adventure through the many, many, many film franchises of our time in in the future and in the past and everywhere. And in everywhere. the Christmas present. And even if it's not a franchise by most standards, if it has a sequel, it's up for grabs for us to to 
to cover. What we're gonna we're gonna be going act by act and just breaking down the movie scene by scene, kind of talking about it, making fun of it, a couple funnies here and there, giving some real in depth stuff every now and then. Uh, you might hear some swear words. And uh, we apologize yeah. for that, but we don't. Our swear jar is getting pretty <laughs> full up on the table here. It just slips out. And then at the end... Yeah, it slips out. In our wrap-up show, what we do... And that's not this one. It's one. It's like a bonus episode. The one after this one. Yes. Next week's episode. We, we reveal our Finn score, which is our final important necessary score. And it's going to be great. And, Spencer, by the sounds of it... Uh, personal discussions between you and I. The Finn score for this one is probably not going to be very. I don't want to spoil anything, but correct. Um, before we even move on, I want to do this before I forget. We like the Slipknot have... song. Before I forget that. Yes. That was <laughs> whoa. We have that was great. Two new. Ooh, thank you. Five star reviews. Ooh, that's a wrap. We got two new five-star review oohs. Okay, that, why don't we record that and we can do it a little ditty there whenever we get a five-star review. I'll think of a wrap because it's not always going to be two new five-star know, reviews. A okay. new, one new, five. <laughs> <laughs> we got some new five-star reviews coming from you. Ow. Interesting. Do not break the equipment. Anyway. <laughs> We have, you don't need to tell me that. We got a five-star review from Ben K two one two one. I think we know who that is. We uh, his his earbuds are intact. He says, "Great podcast. Listening to this podcast is a lot of fun because you can tell Christian and Spencer, that's us, have a great time doing <laughs> no. it, and we sure do. They are able to break down movies in an informative and interesting way. Character spotlights are the best, and be sure to watch out for that ring theory." <laughs> ah. Thank you, Ben. We Hold appreciate on, I gotta that. I got to take a shot. Uh. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you, thank you, Ben. Appreciate that. Thank we you, really, ben. really do. And then we got one from Jamie, and then it's Jamie, and then two B emojis, Jamie, like two, two B? no two bumblebees. No, there's two bumblebee emojis. Yeah, I there's two Bs. Jamie B B. If we're getting it wrong, correct us. Well, no, it's not, I'm saying the I, name. I, okay. <laughs> I know, bro. Straight up loving the Pixar Pack Toy Story Edition. The movies were a staple of my childhood cinematic selections, and these discussions are clap emoji, spot, clap emoji, on. Yes. Also worth noting, the Jim Carrey references are killer. Hilarious stuff, guys. Keep it coming. Well, Jamie, we absolutely will, and thank you, yes, thank you, thank will. you so Give very much. Give us a much. Jim Carrey right now. I wasn't... Do one that you haven't done yet. I haven't... Oh, Thank oh, you. Yeah. Bye-bye, then. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I know, but I was saying thank you to them. <laughs> I know. I know. When okay. I'm on the spot, that's, that's I can't I, I can't think it. Make oh, me you know laugh. What? It's uh, it's actually, it's, oh, with the two bumblebees? Bumblebee tuna? Thank you, Jamie Bumblebee tuna. Yeah, Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's rough. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, it's like asking a comedian demanding, like I was just joking. Total joke. Make me laugh. Anyway. It's like asking so, a clownfish to be funny. <laughs> That was a mollusk, and I, I want to do those ones at some point. I think we will. We're going to revisit, because this Pixar pack, I like how you labeled it, leaving it open. There's going to be more Pixar movies to come. Not right away. It'll be Not right away. We're going to do, I think, a few franchises in between. We already have the next one lined up, which we'll tell you mm-hmm. in next, that's next week's episode. Yeah, I mean, in, <laughs> what are we what? doing? What are we doing on this show? 
We're doing on oh, this today, particular episode Toy Story Four, the fourth the, installment, the, the unnecessary. The uh, I don't want to call it that. The I ugly do, duckling, it is. the ugly duckling of the trio of the the, the series. Let me say right off the will. top. That's not a bad movie. It is not a bad movie. It's just not it great. Not it's a unnecessary. Bad the decisions they made were... <clears throat> mm. And I'm going to say what I said at the end of the last one. This, The first three are... It, this is just a good analogy, I think. It is. It's really the good analogy. The first three are... You know, you have a three-scoop Sunday with all the all the finishings on all top. The, the cherry, the, 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 the fudge. The nuts. The sprinkles. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the cool whip the nuts the cool whip everything three peanut butter maybe three maybe maybe a couple of the pieces maybe the maybe a couple of the scoops are a little bigger or smaller potato skins depending on which movie we're talking about but you eat that sunday you're it's delicious you love it it makes you laugh <laughs> i don't know it makes you yes. it makes you smile it makes you feel happy it gives you comfort and then the waitress walks up to you the waitress being disney here <laughs> and Pixar, and they give you another plate with a big scoop of ice cream again. And at that point, in this one, and don't get me wrong, this new, this other scoop is delicious. It looks delicious. It's got sprinkles and everything on it, and it's almost overloaded. And you're at this point, you already had three scoops of the Sunday. It's delicious. And you're like, ah, I don't think I want this anymore. I mean, it looks delicious. I'm sure it's delicious. I don't want it, even though it's delicious. How many times am I going to say that freaking word? <laughs> well, you know what? You know what I think is a more accurate. Yours is really good. I'm yeah. not taking away from now it. Now let but me because hear yours. there was three movies. It's a three course meal, ah, and then this mm. one and three courses dessert is included, and then at the end of that, it's like, oh, you know, for uh, anything else, and you're just like, mm, you're full. Yeah, I guess we'll take, and then you get something else. I don't know what, but <sighs> it's like there's a dessert that comes. You buy the three course meal. That's one price. And then they're like, hey, you can get one. You can get an entree to take home with you. Mm. Or maybe. That's <sighs> bad because. I'm trying to think. We're of... not good with analogies. Should we just listen? Anyway. Before, I'm, I'm going to just say right now, watching this again, and I watched it in theaters over the We're summer. We're giving you a little pregame here of what I, you're going to expect throughout this episode. I went in much like I did when we watched The Last Jedi with an open mind. I'm like, okay, I'm going to not go in there with a he bias. He was a notorious, you disliked it a and lot. And I completely flipped and I liked But with this one, with Toy Story 4, I liked it less the second time mm. because I was really being critical and looking at the background. And just they did the, the original guy's... The original toys just they did them dirty. Like if you're you don't have them in the in the movie at all, if that's how you're gonna mm. do it. Or I might mention this again later, but I have to say it or I'll maybe I don't want to forget. forget. What, <laughs> what should have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. What should have happened is because nobody was given anything to do, not even Buzz. So have have them be He's in the given beginning. Some stuff to do, yeah, but, but we'll not much. get into it later. Have them in the beginning. Playing with Bonnie, everybody, that's great. And then she you get the classic, you can't take all your toys. So ham, slinky, I the agree. potato heads, they don't go on the road trip. I agree. They, they don't. Okay, get this. Have their cameo. Oh, that's a nice little, we get to see them. That's I great. Got, that's perfect because this movie, bring them. 
This movie deals personally with Woody, mostly. He's the central character. We're dealing with him and the aftermath of leaving Andy and all that. And like, psych well, personally, psychologically, like his regret, whatever. But having the characters, the other toys there, and having them not be an active part of the film just makes their the absence of their voice even louder. You know? Yeah. We're, That's versus a good way having to put them. It. Like especially Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Now part of that was because I know, Don, Don Rickles, Rickles passed. passed away, so they were Rest using archive footage or archive uh, recordings, and so if even with that, just do don't have them in it. Don't have them the in it except for the beginning, especially it, because you get oh man, I don't like the road trip's only going to be I'm a just couple. Start talking in circles if I can. No, but I understand what you're saying. They might as well have just been left at home and only right. bring Buzz, Woody, Jesse. and Forky, and Jesse. Jesse, I think, because I have some thoughts on, on what I wish the they'd done The four big ones, and maybe even Bullseye. Bring, bring Bullseye, bring Bullseye, sure. Because then that's all. That's even still passing the torch on I mean, to the newer You toys. barely got Rex in the movie. You, right. He has a couple funny parts, Wallace Shawn I don't does. even remember him. Uh, Ham has zero. Like, Ham has one or two Ham. moments. But he looks great. And that opening scene... <laughs> Never looked better. He looks great. They all do, but... He, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, just leave the extra cast at home if you're not going to use them, you know? Yeah. I would agree. Because we get new characters that, honestly, I really like, but yeah. there's too many characters. Well, there's too much stuff they're trying to do. Bring Buttercup and other ones, too. I mean, some of Bonnie's toys. Well, then we're getting into... Well, they might as well bring them all. I know. I and know. you could maybe even have a B plot back at, at home. home. Oh, that would have been perfect. Or here's the thing. That would have I'll been get into perfect. My, I'll get into my other thoughts. I mean, what were the toys doing that were left at home? I totally agree right. with you on that. I never even thought of that. That but, would have been perfect. Like, um, I'll give my other plot ideas well, not later. Perfect. It but here's been an a idea. Story. I think I just forgot it. I'm sorry. Okay, they stay. Oh, um, every Toy Story we've had has been kind of the same. It's a, you go. We we've gotten a rescue mission in all three of them. That's like the over, the over. And every everything always happens thing. due to an accident or a mistake. Yeah. Everything. But, but look at all these movies. We get, they go away from home, they go away from home, they go away from home. Why not have one where the toys are left home alone, and and they throw a house party? Well, maybe. <laughs> And I don't know. I don't know what they would do with it, but just have them stay at home for once, and have them just show that. I or, do. I like. I like having toys be out of their element, though. Me too. Okay, so make it a full road trip movie, where they're in the RV primarily, and they go to each. I don't know. This is why I didn't write the movie. No, I. Got I you. have some. Th this is stuff I'm thinking of on the plot, but or on the spot. <laughs> Plots on the spot, but I have mm. some other ideas that I'll share at the end. Remind mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Sid, Full Circle, Jesse. Jesse and Sid. But, well, but those are two separate ideas. Yes, I know. Just remind me. I'll say it. Say it. Oh, just say, say my ideas? That was Kylo Ren. Say it. Okay, do you want me to say no. my my, <laughs> no. my alternate plot? Not right now. No, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm going to say it. Never mind. I'm going to say it. Whatever. Anyway. Say what you need to say. Should we go on and start breaking Let's down start. the plot? Let's get do into that. it. Yes. Get into the mess of it. Yeah, so act not, one. Not. Let me also say they they went a different route with the opening because it wasn't like an alternate 
It wasn't reality. an alternate thing, or it wasn't like a. It was a real life, real time, real life event. This is where we see what happens to Bo Peep and Which, why she's honestly, noticeably absent. Let me say this, and maybe I'll be criticized for this. I don't care what happened to her. Oh. I don't need to see nine years later she got taken. Well, they Can didn't. We... Here's the problem with that because they didn't set her up as a strong romantic interest for Woody. She's supposed to be that, but a lot of it was just sexual innuendo. Like it wasn't an, a real relationship. Right. That's why you didn't feel that much for the character, even though they were lovers. But this one, we'll get into it, but I think they do a decent job of that. And it's just weird. It's random because it starts off. And let me also say this. This movie is mind-blowingly beautiful. Oh, man. And we, we keep saying this every single movie that's coming out. But this one is this, even Oh, it was miles ahead. better than the second one. It's miles better than the second this one. This is the this best is better animated than the movie third one. I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Besides that's a little bit of a stretch. That's a stretch. The quality. There was some stuff where I'm looking at it, I'm like, did they just, did they mix live action like, did they shoot at a location what and I've put them in there? That grass is real. RC is real. Those leaves, that water, and that mud is real. Oh, and, I <laughs> love that. Was I, that was real. noticeably beautiful. Just it, the flashlight. The shadow, like the lighting. The shadows and the lighting was beautiful. The way RC looks plastic. By the way, oh, RC's man. back, baby. Yeah, but only nine years later, and then well, we don't okay. see him ever again. Nine years That's earlier. That's his send-off? That's his... Okay. Here's another thing. Here we what go again. Spencer if, whining about what RC. What Bo Peep... And R.C. became, and she was his, he was, R.C. was her, oh, her See, that would have been cool. That would have made sense. That would have made sense. Or maybe they camouflaged would have had a dual re even. reunion. I, uh, R.C., wow. Like, Woody, R.C., I can't believe you're here. <sighs> anyway, the animation, absolutely gorgeous, I have to yeah, say. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. I'll give but, it that. But I've noticed a trend from Toy Story 1 and up until this one. What's that? I don't. I'm not sure I like how the environments keep becoming more real, realistic as it goes on and on. Because in the first Toy Story, you kind of have, things look real, but then you have furniture and things like that that don't look real or they're exaggerated in their designs yeah. because the, uh, the technological right. advancements I... weren't made at the time. But now in this one, everything looks so ultra realistic. And I'm not sure that I like that. Oh, I do. I think well, what they're doing this movie. Totally let's be honest, was doesn't match. Was the first created one. solely. Okay, maybe not solely. There's two reasons this movie was made. Money. They knew people. Money, 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 money. Toys, Yes, and to show off how far they've come with animation. I think it won the Oscar this Sunday too, for best animated. Yeah, they yeah. make them to win those. It's. I mean, it, it's. And the song. I don't. Th I don't know if the song will win. Don't throw me away, or I ain't I gonna let you was throw yourself nominated? away. It was. It's nominated <laughs> for best original song. I his. I'm not. I don't know. So Randy when, Newman back again, folks. Noticeably aging. You can tell in his voice. And guess what? But we get another reprisal after we we'll get, get you there. get a we'll friend in me. Yeah, and we you, get. Oh, what another montage yeah, of Andy growing up? Oh, yeah. we already got that. Yeah. Just throw that in there to remind us, leading up to Bonnie. Sorry. Why not start with a montage kinda, of Bonnie growing up? Give us 10 years later. Okay. That might have been interesting. But I kind of made us leap ahead a little bit. Let's get back to the RC and yeah, Bo Peep stuff. They're, Andy was playing outside with the toys when it the starts rain. to thunderstorm. And, you know, like all the tool. other kids inside are like, oh, I hope they get back in in time or whoever. It, it was Bo Peep. Or, I don't know. It's she raining don't sound cats like that. and dogs, Jesse yeah. says. <laughs> Jesse says that. 
as you just said. <laughs> yeah. Redundancy? Yeah. Anyway, so well, they, they, but he, they go, they're trying to rescue RC because he gets stuck in the storm drain, basically. Yeah. Andy forgets about him. Well, his arms were full. Yeah. Oh, why do they set up RC and then he's not, like, they set it up to where, okay, they rescued RC. He's going to be important to the story because they went out of their way to show us him being rescued. And, and then he does not I don't, be it, around it was ever. To, uh, like no begin the movie with an action sequence basically i got sure. excitement but and it was it was a good opening they have they almost get him and then what happens his string no, they gets loose get him, they get him but with the help of the, the monkeys of the red burrow monkeys which was a cool yeah. comeback again and just the shots in this opening scene oh, they're like gorgeous. the depth of field the rack focusing it's they're they, showing off they're showing off the window gets shot on slink yeah, and somehow not he to cut get you off. Bent. Sorry about that. And then we get also this bugged me. Why do you have a dude coming over at nighttime, probably seven or eight o'clock at night? Because to pick he just up got out of lamp. work. So, yo, I'll, he's out of work. No. He came to pick it up. That's weird. That doesn't. I they had a met they had arrangement on Craigslist. I don't know. It was just it was odd timing to have this random dude. He takes Bo Peep for his daughter, yeah, I guess. They, she's getting passed on, basically. Yeah, and we and get, actually, she's we not get Molly even... and Andy's oh. mom again, and then Andy. How does the box end up under the car? I think he he leaves his keys. The guy <laughs> leaves his keys in the. He can't find his keys. He left him in the house for. I don't know why he wouldn't just put him in his pocket, but he has to go back in. This is just so we can have a, a Woody and Bo Peep moment. Which is a great moment, by the it way. It is, and beautifully shot. And they're under the car. Beautifully shot. The and lighting. he contemplates oh. getting in the box with her, like, I'm going to go with you. And well, because she's like, then, well, you know, Woody, toys get lost all the Kids lose their toys all the time. They just end up being gone. Yeah. And it's kind of her tempting him, almost, being a she's temptress. She's a temptress. To get into the box, and he's... He, he grabs a hold it. of it and almost does, but then he hears like Andy is Andy. freaking out because he can't find Woody, and he's like, "I need Woody." And the mom is like, "Hey, you have Randy magazines Newman for that. Andy now? There's magazines for that." Oh, you mean your doll? Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, go get Woody. <laughs> so that's so he gets. Woody. You're not gonna have to deal with those jokes for much longer, people. <laughs> Bo Peep, dry. He, she's gone. We get very sad when the car drives yeah. off and he's laying there and he's got that sad face, you know, he's I didn't frozen. feel emotional in no. this movie ever. That made I'll me kind of sad, though, because that's yeah, the love of his life that we are finding out now that, that we told. knew about previously, but it wasn't strongly established. But just the sad facial expression and he's laying in the rain. The rain is perfectly emblematic of how he's feeling, all that yeah. stuff, film, film symbology. But it's good. I liked it. It was. It was. It was a and, fine. It was fine. It sets up the story, I guess. And then, and then Andy we go through the montage. And which Bonnie gets him, and I didn't and, like that. Andy looked nothing like little Andy from Toy Story Three. It was strange. He didn't look. We, he looked different. Even adult Andy, when you know his arm swings down and it turns into adult Andy giving the toys well, to Bonnie, he, he looks did. a little the same. But I In noticed he had a little bit of buck teeth. That oh, he didn't have in Toy Story notice. three, because they were trying to integrate that feature. But uh, I did. I did not. That was number one. One of the things at the beginning of the movie, you didn't even get Andy's look right. He looks different, and that might be a minor nitpick. I mean, he looks better. 
He looks better, but he looks different. Which, for well, the sake, it's like in technology. Halo. I don't for the Halo fans out there. When you played the Halo song? Three, no, the game. Halo, Halo. <laughs> when you get when you have Halo Three, Bungie or Bungie's second to last Halo game, you have Master Chief having his design, his armor looks great. Halo Four comes out. Three Four Three Industries is a new developer made up from ex Bungie staff, and it's only four years later, and he's been in cryostasis the whole time. And his armor looks different. His armor has been redesigned. Now they either this is going off on a sidebar, sidebar, but I'm going to tie it back in. Get I used promise. To it. There's been an explanation from Frank O'Connor that one of the guys at 343 that nano machines changed the armor, like firmware updates changed the armor, or I kind of almost think of it as like a Zelda in every Zelda game. It's part of the same continuity, but the art style is different. What have you? But I felt similar to this one. Where Andy's consist that consistency of the character models should take precedent over making them look better for the but sake of looking better. But if they did better. that, he would look like an alien. Do you want no, him to look like I'm, he looked like I'm not in talking Toy Story about original one? Toy Story. That was uh, oh, nightmare okay. fuel. Anyway, but <laughs> Toy Story three when you get the videotape, the old video montage when he's a little kid in that, or maybe I'm completely off base and they do look the same, and I'm just an idiot, but. No, I, That's, think, I, I just wanted to say that. And when we get the close of the montage scene, you get go up on uh, Woody's foot, and it says Bonnie, Bonnie on it. Very cool. Oh, and another thing you really see in this. Not against boot, that, by the, the way. The textures. This is still going on how good the oh, animation yeah. is. The textures, every detail. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's incredible. It is gorgeous. Work. Animation That's the is best gorgeous. thing I can say about this movie. But we get all the toys are in the closet because Mom just cleaned and they're all nervously waiting like who's bonnie gonna pick for playtime so she comes in and picks her toys guess who doesn't get picked woody, woody. but oh a, oh i found a chest a chest a treasure chest a treasure chest take this it could be dangerous but you think she's gonna pick woody because she's like and the sheriff and she takes his badge off which i didn't know was removable and puts either. it on jesse well you can kind of assume which could have set up it. something really cool but that I, I like that. I agree. I, I like agree. that move. But it just it, it pays off. It didn't off a amount bit to anything. Nothing big. It was kind of a side oh at the end. It's a passing of the torch, another so one. So Woody's just looking the through the closet, looking at playtime. All the toys are having Kinda a good jealous. Time. And then she we find out she's going into kindergarten and she's not pumped about it. She's scared. Woody sneaks into her backpack. He's like, I'm gonna be there for her. Even though she didn't pick me three times. In well, a row. even before that, Woody's trying. He's he's kind of still thinking he's the head of the room. He is, but he's because, he's aging. But the dolly is dolly is. Yeah. Bonnie Hunt's character. Yeah. And she kind of is like Woody. Hey, you're stepping on my toes here. And he's like, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I like the chair in the closet. And let me. Yeah. The big, you know who voices that no. chair? Please tell me. Carol Burnett. Seriously. It, I think it's Cheryl Burnett in the movie. I think. And you know who? I'll, here, I'll read these off. The uh, you the don't little, need to keep count because I'm keeping it for you. The <laughs> yeah. So that's Carl Burnett, and then you have one of the character. The little I think it's a like a teething toy. Uh, the teething toy's name, and this will give away who voices her, and you wouldn't even be able to tell because it was so brief. So her character's name is Bitey White. So voiced by for Betty Pete's White. Sake. And then you have, oh, um, the elephant is 
Melephant Brooks, voiced by Mel Brooks. Like, I feel like they're wasting these <laughs> these cameos. They hardly say anything. And then well, here's that's why a guy they're cameos. that I, yeah, but you, barely. It's like if you don't know, I would love a George Lucas cameo. He <laughs> can be a that would be Obi Wan toy. I don't know. That'd be fun. And then oh, I think this guy. Oh, I think they, this they guy did. was like an old comic, Carl Reiner. He was yeah. the rhinoceros. Yep, he is. And since I'm on just little cameos, I'll just go. I'll finish saying these. I'm fun. Let these you are bigger-ish. Thanks. We have Bill. But Hader. Stan Lee is the greatest Bill... <laughs> cameo of all time. Yes, he is. Bill Hader Taylor is the Swift. voice of Axel the Carney. Later on in the movie. Uh, Patricia Arquette is Harmony's mom. Hmm. I didn't pick up on that. That's a good voice. I didn't either. Oh, you know who you couldn't think of last time? Mr. Pricklepants. Ah, oh, what's uh, his name? Timothy Dalton. Ah, Timothy Dalton. And then um, I'm pretty sure this is a this is a cameo. I don't know who. I think this guy was in a band, maybe, or maybe I'm way what off. What is it? Uh, Kaboom TV announcer is Flea. The guy, his name is. He's Flea. a singer, I think. I'm. Yeah, he's a musician. Musician. So yes. those are those are some cameos for you. But anyway, we have all the tours are like, or Dad is like, hey, we're gonna take you to kindergarten. I call it kindergarten. I don't know why I do that. I heard Dane Cook call kindergarten. it kindergarten. Yes, I know kindergarten. But Woody's like, I'm going with her because he's he's out. He's looking out for her, and he sneaks in. They he goes, and um, <clears throat> I think he's being a little selfish there too. He's not. I don't think he's being selfish. I think what he's, he's being, being selfish because he he's I, being a helicopter. Maybe toy. sub. <laughs> okay, that is a good way to say that. Because he's like a the he's taking on this parental role. He, he's yes. He's and it, it taking hurts. it seriously, watching over Bonnie. Yeah, because every if you have kids, there's gonna come a day where you suggest like, hey, let's you know, let's, and they don't want to play with you as a parent. So I, Woody is kind of going through that, like this midlife. Well, it's not even midlife crisis. He's like seventy years old at this point. He's well, going through an old uh, age crisis. Well, He's well, dealing during, with like retirement, kind of. During the Act One wrap up, I'll talk more about it. All right, but one thing. And okay, one getting, thing. We're actually getting close i think really okay yeah maybe i'm yeah okay for the most that's part. okay but uh yeah i think he's being a little selfish here as well because he he's the only he's the one out of their whole group overprotective but also subconsciously possibly over uh, not over but selfish in that he wants to be played with he's used to everyone else basically is getting played. he's the only one left in the closet Besides and now we're getting back to what toys. Stinky Pete was telling him in Toy Story 2. Like, uh, how long is it going to be till Andy plays with you again? Like, you know, and now he's the only one getting left in there. And he was this very special toy that Andy gave Bonnie. And she's kind of putting him in the closet and keeping him there and taking his badge away yeah. and putting it on Jesse. And she doesn't now, mean anything by it. She, she's, oh, well, of course, because, again, they don't know how they're impacting the feelings of the toys. Like she's Woody. giving him a break. But I don't know. You kind of get the idea that this has happened before. Well, three like, times. Three the, times. The one yeah. Thing in the exactly. They say like, that. Eh, it's your third time to ruin. He's like, I'm not. I'm not worried. Right. Know. And he, it goes right back to Toy Story One, where he used to be the top toy. He's mm-hmm. the top toy. He's the top of the top of the food chain there, and now he's kind of at the bottom, or at here's being relegated another, among, among the bottom. Here's another plot thing that I that could have been better than what they did do. Is have him have him deal with and eventually accept being a supporting role. Right. I don't know how they could have done it, but they could have done it. 
Well, he faces that throughout this whole movie too. Right, but they uncharacteristically, I might add, a little bit. Yeah, they just what they did with a lot of these characters. We'll we'll get as we go, but ugh. so then we get Bonnie is dropped off, and this is kindergarten orientation. This I yeah because then they get a random week, and oh, uh, the road trip Who's which I'm going to get to. I don't know Miss Wanda or whatever her name Miss Wendy. I'm, the voice look, sounded so familiar. Look Quick, look it up because she sounds so familiar. Okay, I will. But as I'm looking it up, let me just wait. What's yeah. her name? What's Mrs. Her name? Wendy, Miss Wendy, Miss Toy Story Four. Wendy, Juliana Hansen. Really? Juliana Hansen. I don't know who that is. Her voice sounded so familiar. Um, you might know her. What does she from, look like? Um, well, you might know her from nothing. I don't. Nothing? nothing. I've never seen that. No, she's not in anything big. Um, this is what she looks like. But in in Bonnie's classroom, one and this just shows this detail. It's a really small detail. Blink she looks and you'll a little miss familiar, it. But yeah, but I thought it was really really neat when I saw this in theaters. I missed it, but this time I was looking for it, and my wife pointed it out because she has an eye for this. Because she's a teacher, so mm-hmm. she she would notice this. One kid, you see the kid that like hugs his dad by has a cochlear implant oh. on it, which, if you don't know what that is, it's the thing, like, if a kid is... That's um, fantastic. Like, hard of hearing or has hearing problems, maybe even fully deaf, it's a thing that's in the ear, and it has, like, a... It's an implant that you'll see it, like, curve around the ear and go into their, like, the side of their head. And it just... It made me smile, not because, oh, this kid has a disability, but because right. no, Pixar... Uh, yeah. And Disney, they represented those kids. Yeah, they rep. They took. They're so in in touch, and and sensitive to the times that they put this small detail in there. That you know, a kid's gonna be watching this and being like, "Hey, that kid's like." And even though it's small, and it would have been cool if he maybe had a line or two, but just him being on there for a couple seconds like a kid watching that that might have one of those is like that kid's like me and he's in this movie mm-hmm. and it just shows the like the detail and the inclusion that Disney and Pixar they included and this they went out of their way for a couple seconds to put yeah this kid I there agree. it was really was neat. great it was I didn't really know, cool I didn't so notice I applaud it but them. I think I read about it yeah months I can ago, show you. but it's, I can't remember he's I in remember. the shot I think boo's in it too I, is she does she come in later at the carnival? Like, she's a tween. I think she comes in uh, at the daycare. Maybe. Maybe I'll I'm wrong. Look. I could if be wrong. If I ever wrong. watch this again, I'll look. But anyway, I, I applaud them for that little detail. That was very cool. So then Bonnie, and this teacher just allows it. Like, does she have no control of the classroom? Bonnie is sitting by herself, and she's just like, yeah, cool. She'll figure it out. Like, no, it's your job as a teacher at orientation to, to make group kids, these kids together. feel comfortable and be like, hey, you're sit- why don't you- Bonnie, why don't you come on over here and sit by... But no. I understand why they did it that way. Yeah, To show that wise. she's all alone like and lonely and she's all she has is... No, well, she doesn't know. She has Woody in her corner. Yeah. But she's in this classroom filled with new students. It's to amplify, kind of show the fear that she has going into this setting with no friends. Yeah. Obviously. But yeah, I think you're right. If this was an actual thing, they would try and pair all these kids together and group them together not let them sit alone in the back of the room next to the garbage yeah and then let her get picked up like well he doesn't he doesn't pick pick on on her her, oh that was so sad just steals her her supplies 
doesn't that was say so anything. Sad. Just, it was because she's like, "Hi, I'm Bonnie," and he's just like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> and then he takes no. her supplies. What a vocabulary for such yeah. a young man. He's a douche. It's that... Sid's kid, probably. No, <laughs> no I have some no, thoughts on Sid. She says hi, and then he doesn't even acknowledge. Just like, walks away with her kid. Yeah, yeah. Like That's her stuff. But Woody's like, I'm not having this. He oh, and the kid goes to the. He put an apple. Oh, in his I mouth. love that Woody does this. He yeah. What, what and, about um, the apple? The kid. Puts he has an apple in his mouth to hold the supplies. He goes and throws the apple away, but on the way down, it knocks it some of yeah. the stuff in the trash. But Woody goes into the trash and gets some of the supplies because Bonnie's like, mm-hmm. and then she makes Forky, which is this movie's version of Jar Jar Binks. No, okay. I you'll say what you want to say. I'm gonna be up front. I hate Forky. I don't like him. I think he's pointless. They set him up to be this major thing, and he's not. It's like they forgot he was in the movie. He is a major thing. You want to know why? Only in the beginning. You want to know why? Why? Because he's the toy that ultimately replaces Woody. Which is stupid. And I will get. We'll no get to child, the end. We'll get to the no end. No child. This is fantasy. Ever pick th- and I get the assembly. She made him, so it's she like made it's special. Him. But no kid. She's gonna play with him for that day at school. He's gonna fall apart and break in her backpack, and she's gonna. She's never. No kid is gonna pick a sport <sighs> trash. Over her other toys, like it. I just. I don't. How they used. I don't it, like him. It harkens back to the whole Sid making his own toys thing. But he made them with actual theory, toy hello. parts. He made them with actual toy parts. No, but I, I. I think what they're trying to do is highlight the power of play again and the imagination of kids. How she made this toy for herself using a spork and some pipe cleaners and it's really dumb. some putty and glue and some sticks. And his, writes his her sticks. Name. His it's sticks. Stupid. He's but anyway, and I hate him. These are the Ewoks <laughs> of this movie. No, he's they? Jar Jar. He's Jar Jar and Ewoks. <sighs> I don't like Jar Jar him. Ewok. I don't there like you him. go. What and would have made more sense? How about this? Since we're talking about kids making their own toys, what if she, on her way home, finds a broken toy and rebuilds it with other toy parts to really no, mirror what Sid she's did? She's not that. I'm not saying she's dumb, but she's not that proficient with toys and the tools. I'm just saying. I love. Okay, let's just move on from that. I'll let you concede the point, but I love how Woody. He cares about her that much that he is doing what he can to help comfort her at school. That's nice and that's great, but. Going back to the whole selfish thing, I'm going to wait until after our rap, our act one wrap up. Do you want me to just okay. do it now? Well, it's really close to being the end okay, of the Okay, I'll just wait. Okay. But anyway, it's really nice. You can see the happiness on his face. Like, ah, I, I helped yes. Bonnie. Like, he did what a, a toy should do. do. Even though she wasn't playing with him, he did the, what the purpose of a toy was, was to make your kid happy. Yes. And give her comfort. And he did that without playing with her through giving her the tools. But little does he know... That he just gave her the items that would lead to him becoming obsolete even worse. Which is so dumb. It's a slap in the face to Woody because he's a real toy and this guy <sighs> is literally trash. And let me just say not the to trash Bonnie, bit, though. He's not trash to Bonnie. You're a Bonnie's toy. The trash bit gets so... I hate it. Yeah, the trash bit does The get, first it time, gets maybe old. even the second the, time, I'm like, gets ah, a that's old. funny. It gets a little But old. the whole first... It, oh my, I hate it. I don't like it at all. Like I, I, it's my least crap. favorite thing. I almost called any, you Andy. In in every Toy Story movie, the entirety of Toy Toy Story, this is my least favorite character, my least favorite plot point, and my least favorite bit that they do with the trash. 
<laughs> That's I, I, he's okay. like, and, he, and and the fact, like, he's, it's so logically, it doesn't make sense. I know it's a movie, suspend your disbelief, but there's no way that <laughs> he. How does he come? No, it's how fine. Come Toys to come alive. They Corn, come alive. Toys come alive with, with the magic it, it made of in becoming a factory a toy. or made fine. in the in the classroom. That's fine. I I forgave that. But how does he know not to move in the presence of a child? He's a newborn toy, literally, and he has a full vocabulary. It's just it's toy nature. Human but nature, not, toy nature. So he was made as a toy, though. So he, they get back home. Woody introduces him. They do the trash bit a million times. That's funny, though. And then we get a forced plot point just to get the toys out of the house and create a conflict and to create the lost toy thing. Wait. Oh, a by minute. the way, there's a. We have a week before you actually start. Let's go on a road trip. What? That's fine. No, it's fine. It's just really forced. Like, hey, by I the way. I don't think so. I didn't think it was forced. I thought it was like a summer vacation before your school starts. That's why what would I they wait till the end of? It's no, no, no. To, that doesn't because they me. saw how upset she was. I'm acting like that bothers me. It really doesn't. But yeah, it okay. was a little forced. You were like, acting hey, like that. Hey, we have a whole week. So guess what I did? Running an RV and we're going on a road trip. It was it's a surprise. It is, and it's fine. Then we get a Randy Newman song, and it makes her happy. There, the, we we get this road trip mini montage where Forky still tries to escape the entire time. And well, Woody the goes song. And gets what him. is the name of the song? I won't let you throw yourself away. Right. I won't Randy. let you throw yourself away. Another on the nose. In in this montage, this also doesn't help the case of how the movie ended. Because Woody's like, I don't get played with. She is shown playing with him. Like, she gives him these fun little shoes when they Mm. stop at a fast food place. Like, she's playing with him. She just has a rotation. Like, and he jumped to the conclusion that, oh, I'm not being played with. Like, rotating the toys at the bottom of the toy box. Yeah, like, she's playing with him. Uh, Or in her case, the closet. Yeah, and Um, and that kind of, I think that's the end of Act 1. That's where I have it. Okay. That kind of is the bridge. All right. Now... I can finally say what I've been wanting say to say. It. Woody, going back to the selfishness, he I kind of took it as him sneaking in the bag, not only because it's almost like a only, I don't know, it's a little arrogant, too. Like, I can fix like, this. Like, I can fix it. I can help Bonnie. I can be there to help Bonnie, even though everyone else says no. Or just I get your him, point. Good him, point. He wants to spend more time with Bonnie because he was left in the closet, right? Yes. So he he thinks he can help her. He he thinks he knows what's best for Bonnie. He's like, you guys, I really think I should go with her to school. I mean, just go in the backpack. You're going to get Bonnie in trouble, Woody, if you do that. You're yeah, going to get her Dad in trouble. Yeah, because says no toys. No toys, toys at don't school. Go to school. Toys don't go to school. And it's Woody who's going to get her in trouble if he gets caught. But I think ultimately he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it was him being careful in terms of caring for Bonnie, but also him being fulfilling that selfish desire to spend time with Bonnie as well. Going back to that al- almost, not all the way, but going back to Toy Story 1, where he's kind of, mm, I want to be with Bonnie. Sort I think of it thing. comes off as you know? selfish, but he doesn't mean it like that. I don't, he just I, wants I kind her of to be agree. happy. Subconsciously, however. it could be a, a selfish thing to do. He and doesn't, a, he's not really doing it for himself, though. He just wants to be useful. Well, I think he's he also trying doing it to satisfy his purpose and need as a toy. Maybe, but he also sees that she wants to take a toy, and he thinks it's the right thing to do. 
Yeah, because okay. no other toy is willing yeah. to do it, and he can see that she's struggling with the idea of going to kindergarten. I mean, he and sees her out of the like closet crying on the floor yeah. under her bed. So that's why he goes. He goes okay. for her. He doesn't go okay. for himself. I, I His think nature so, is part to of go. It, part of it is wanting to, part of the selfish in the back of his Feeling, mind. Wanting to feel purpose. Right. That's in the back of his head. It's not the main motivator for going with Bonnie, but it's there. And I don't, what is his plan? I'm going to go with her and help out. I mean, obviously we see what he does, but what's his original hmm. plan? He doesn't know that he's going to help her make a toy. Because maybe she would have seen him in the bag. and. But then that creates a whole nother. because then that, it's like, she I did trouble. not put that there. Yeah. She, and then the whole road trip would have got called off. You know? Is hey. That, <laughs> Joel just messaged us and uh message from Joel. Joel, message from Joel the boy. Oh, thank you by the way, Joel, for uh thank he's you. our we got, he's our voice. We're getting in here. He's our voice. He said he just finished the Toy Story 3 episode and another fine episode it was. I'm counting this as a five-star review. Okay. And he says another fine plug. Love how you not knowing how to spell my name is becoming a running gag. Well, thank you Joel. <laughs> We appreciate Joel, that. What, Joel P A U P. Uh, I'm forcing it this P double A U W E. Yep. I think I'm looking think. right at it. <laughs> but you know what? For the sake of argument, P O E. It's G O L E. That's my favorite Powie. thing, though. Yes. <laughs> so they uh, anyway. Joel we went off on a Powie. No, yeah, anyway, we went off on a little. That, that was silly. Little. But yes, Joel, tangent. we love you here at Sequelman. We're glad to have you with us. Not here with us, but part of the show and with the intro, all that. Yeah. Well, you know, he'll be he'll be with us again yeah. at some point. We'll fit him into the next. I like. I think I like Forky keeping jumping on the bed. I don't like. I him. think it's funny how Woody keeps tossing him up. I thought it was a little funny. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? The road trip. I didn't think it was forced. I didn't think that maybe that wasn't the right word. But yeah, it's just kind of all of a sudden like, okay, uh, we need to get him out I of mean, the house. Oh, terms, hey, you have a week. Let's go on a road trip. Or maybe, it, maybe, maybe they planned the road trip while she was at school, knowing how upset she was. Oh, they for sure did. Yeah, they're good. Parents. And they're like, oh, well, you saw how upset Bonnie was. Let's plan this. We got a week till school starts. Let's rent an RV. I just got paid this weekend. Whatever, we can go and have a fun week. With Bonnie, and they go to and like get her excited and get ready to go to school, like a mile away. Well, that's because <laughs> they get stuck at the stupid fair, yeah. yeah, because of the toys sabotaging their trip, which we'll get into later. But yeah, that we get into that in uh, Act um, Three ish. Woody is basically acting like a babysitter, <laughs> really. That, well, yeah, and I like how he still gets. Honestly, I would have just let him go. I like how he's still worth the trouble because they're doing I've... this. In the presence of people, like right there, hey, they're looking at him. He's doing it because he's he has that sense of obligation know, to help Bonnie because Bonnie loves Forky at the time, and he feels that he's helping her by keeping Forky around. It's I, a spork. Yeah, and <laughs> ugh, I, just, I don't, I can't stand Forky. I'm sorry, I just can't. Oh my, I I don't mind him. As I much. mind him a lot. Now you, okay, I don't mind him that much. I don't think he's that annoying. I mean. I'm I used for chili. The idea I'm of used him, for salad. I don't like. I'm used. <laughs> it could have just been better. I don't know. Do you have anything else from Act One? I don't think so. I'm getting so. annoyed. Thinking I'm about sorry. Forky. Forky's no, getting right. on his nerves. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. Throw yourself away. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. 
Let's move on to round two. Let's go to act two. We get Woody and Buzz, and they have a moment. They're sharing a moment, because Woody's, like, exhausted, because he's forcing himself to, like, stay awake and be on guard. And what? He's on forky duty. And Buzz Man, is like, hey, that you That little voice take a inside shot? me would never oh, let it go. And this is where we get the setup of the Would never let it go. And this stupidest? is where the whole issue with Buzz comes in. So Woody introduces it. Uh, Buzz is like, why do you keep doing it? What Do you want to break? And Woody's like, no, just my inner voice just keeps telling me. If I would never forgive myself if I right. didn't listen to my inner voice. And, and Wait, and, wait a minute. Wait. Who do you think it is? What? Your inner voice. Who do you think it is? I kind of thought that was funny. It kind of Kind of. It's but, funny at this moment. And then I Buzz, like when Woody's like, uh, me? <laughs> I mean, there are funny parts. You know, that but, little voice inside you that tells you what you're thinking? And Buzz took it literally and just it completely He's like, oh, so your inner voice advises you as he's rubbing Woody's so pull string behind him. Like, he doesn't rub it. He, like, lifts it, like, it honors it in a way. And I yeah. mystifies it. And I'm like, mm, this, well, is the, this is a whole thing through the movie with Buzz and this inner voice thing. I would have rather have had him be reset again. No. Than what we got. No, 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 no. What should have happened is he, I don't know how long after Toy Story 3 this takes place. Okay. A couple weeks. A couple weeks maybe. I'm not sure. But I don't know if it's a thing when every time he gets reset or goes into demo mode or anything like that, he reverts to being, his mind has excuse me, retained memories of like Andy and being his toy in his relationship with Woody and things like that. But then it just common sense things should, that should have been explained or that he should have learned about since then. Yeah. Well, we've seen him be a good leader and a normal functioning yes. toy. Like he leads in a toy rescue story mission too. and just even the way he talks like, and he's dumb. And even when he's talking to Woody and they're sharing a moment, it just seems the chemistry isn't there. I, I like still it feel it. I still feel it there. I feel it because like, hey, Woody, how you uh, holding up? And it just like, seems hey, disconnected from how it used to be. How it but used to be. Not the same. But, the, but it feels disconnected further because does. of the whole inner voice thing. Like, that should be common sense. Like, I mean, I kind of, as I kind of like the philosophical <laughs> question of corrosion. it. Who's this inner voice inside you? What is the philosophical thing behind that? But Buzz being that naive... After all this time, after wh- how has he grown as a character? It's like I said in the last episode. I said I would get into it in this episode. It's another regression. Yeah, where they they do the originals really. And I dirty mean, here. Buzz is supposed uh, he's supposed to be a command space command a leader. And after ten years of being Andy's toy, having all these experiences, he should have been grown as a character. And in this movie, it's almost like he doesn't know how to be a leader. Because as we see later on, the toys are going to come to him and see, well, how are we going to get Woody? What's going on? Where's Forky? What are we going to do, Buzz? Buzz, Buzz, what, what, what? And Buzz, and Buzz is like, oh, right there hold on like... a minute. Uh, hold on. And he presses his button, and his button tells him what to do. And it's like, Buzz, use your brain, dude. Well, brain. As a ki- Hypothetical as a, brain. As a toy. Like, it's, uh, it's, it, they, they dumb him down. It's, I just didn't. It, that's he's a not huge, Buzz. That's a problem with Buzz in this movie. Is the it thing is a big problem. It's probably the biggest problem besides Forky for me. But 
I don't know. So our Forky jumps out of the RV. He's like, "Yay, I'm litter." And Woody jumps out of the RV to guess what? He doesn't jump out. He gets knocked out cuz the the RV hits a road bump. Oh, he's yeah, about to it. jump out. I wish it had run him over. Just end you Forky. Wanted, right I there. thought you were going to say, "I wish he would have ran Woody over." No, Goodness. not him. That would have yeah, been awful. Woody jumps out to save Forky. I like the zoom snap. A zoom snap. When Forky flies out, I'm free. And then it oh, goes yeah, to Woody yeah. and the, the zoom track in. And Woody's like. <gasps> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, guys, what is that? Like, how do you know where. How do the toy. Like, how many miles? Five miles how many miles? How do they he's know looking it? at the Garmin. Okay, fine. Because Ham is. Okay, fine. You heard I just Ham in it. the other sorry. movies. He's yeah, like an expert on it. Yeah, sorry. He's the lookout. He's holding up his bargain. Right. He's like, oh, that's not that far. I'll get 5.3 miles. Why didn't Noah Toy be like, Woody? You're an idiot. Do not do this. That is garbage. <laughs> they she didn't have time will, to do it because he got knocked out the window. She will get over the they loss of They didn't have time Forky. to do it because he got knocked out of the window. Okay. Hey, fine. ring theory like Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're walking. This is when... I'm take a shot of water. And again, here. the animation here, blowing my mind, because it's dark, it's night, and just the shadow, the detail, the textures on the road... It's just, it's insane. So what he's talking Forky up about being Bonnie's toy, and he's like, you're her toy. Do you know what that means? And uh, Forky's like, I'm like her trash. And he's like, no. Sure. Yes. Yep. You're her trash. We need to be there for Andy. I mean, (gasps) who's Andy? Nobody. Shut up. It's my old. Shut up, Forks. It's my old. It's one of my, it's one of my kids. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. And And then Forky's like, you just said it. You heard it now. But even before that, I like how he's dragging Forky along the road and his sticks yeah. are just dragging on the floor. And then he gets Why up and he waddles and then he keeps falling. Because I don't know. Becoming alive miraculously enhances your strength. I don't know. I guess. So we get... They, they make it to this carnival town. No, I'm not... Hold on a oh, minute. Oh, another oh. Another important part here. Okay. Okay. When he says Andy's name and gets asked, who's Andy by Forky? And then he... Kind of make it's my old kid, and then I don't want to talk about it or something like that. And you see Woody's expression; they're just walking down the road. And he's like, and Woody's like, you can tell he's deep in thought. Like, why did I say that? Like, instead of Bonnie, because he's doing this for Bonnie, but yet Andy snuck in there somehow. He's in the same. He's in the same scenario he's been in. He hasn't adjusted yet. It's muscle memory. Just muscle memory. And even then, he couldn't do it in the closet scene either. Well, when I was Andy's toy, well, Bonnie isn't Andy. Move on, Woody. Dolly says. And move on from Forky. But he doesn't. <laughs> anyway, so that was a touching scene where he explains all he, he explains all the movies, the events of the films does, to Forky. Yeah. I like and that's that. how Forky, you know, relays that to another character later in the movie. I liked that. And it kind of, no, that's what gets Forky to realize his value Finally, instead of yeah. keeping trying to throw him in the trash, because Forky's like, oh, so she basically the toys are what makes her feel f- happy and comfortable and warm and fuzzy. And then Woody has an epiphany. <gasps> yeah, Forky, that's how you make Bonnie feel. That's why we need to get you back. That's why. Oh, because I'm, I'm Bonnie's trash. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Close. Yeah. You nailed it almost. That's kind of funny. But it, you know what? And right here, that's kind of I where you less. see that Forky transition. Thing. I hate him he less. He becomes more b- mindful instead of being trash, trash. And here's the thing: maybe I only hate 
his initial thing because of the trash bit. Maybe I don't hate him fully, but I still r- wish he wasn't in this movie. Honestly. Okay. But I, I get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna retract some of the hatred and just say I don't like him at all. Let go of your hate. Anyway. I guess. So they get to <laughs> they this get to uh, the, what is, carnival oh, town. What is the city? And it's this really yeah, cool looking. Whatever. It's probably Tri County. <laughs> no. Quad County. That's where they got the RV. Tri-County yeah. RVs. Yeah. So we get there. At, they're in front of this antique shop, and and Woody's like, okay, I see the RV park. Let's go. What a minute. That lamp in this RV. Forky this makes antique. it. He starts running towards it, and yeah. Woody sees the Woody's lights. Woody's like, no, no, wait. No, the lamp light on the hurry. Uh, yeah. Look at this lamp. And then Forky should have been like, yo, Woody, it's just a lamp. And then, like, reverse the rule. Like, <laughs> we got to go get money. That's just a lamp. And he's like, let's go. We got time. Yeah. Let's go to this antique store. I like, but we're, aren't we going back to Bonnie? Will you and that's kind me? of like, that we was used time. in a couple trailers to be like, what are they showing? Is Woody not going back to Bonnie? Right. Like, and he, It's a suspense yeah. line. So we they go in this antique store and they're, Woody's looking for Bo and then Forky kind of falls in line with him too and is just like, but he doesn't know who Bo is, but he's no. helping. He's like, Bo! Bo, he I, doesn't know. He's like a mimic. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of cute. I thought actually. it was fun. Oh, Woody, Bo, Bo. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Bo, 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 Yeah, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at okay. how you said it. Okay, admit it. <laughs> admit meet, it. It was funny, damn it. No. It was funny. <laughs> then we meet these, uh, what, Benson? The, the uh, oh, ventriloquist creepy, creepy. dummy. Super creepy. Okay, Doesn't first really and talk. foremost, all you do is see a a baby carriage getting rolled around by these wobbly yeah, but then legs. then you get this terrifying shot of him, like he snaps his neck over and looks. And his eyes are in between the, bo- the yeah, mirrors or whatever. really His scary. eye is. Oh, oh meet, hey, howdy. Uh, um, and he can tries you help to talk. Us? Yeah, and then uh, he picks him up and puts him in the baby carriage and we meet Gabby Gabby, who oh, is well, like the villain but not the villain of this movie. Not before that, they're... They get discovered, obviously, and Gabby Gabby's talking to them. Just asking him a bunch of really ominous, them. creepy and questions. You get like, the, what year were you? Oh, you have a voice box. I used to have one of that. I need a voice box. I could have yeah. yours. But then you get the really cool shot of, little did you know, Woody's standing in front of a silver platter. Movie Spencer was in, by the <laughs> way. Go check it out on yeah. Amazon. Directed by my our good friend, Tim Lieber. And we're going to... You, was it? I got lost. I'm a lost toy. Silver. Anyway, he's standing in front of a silver platter, and you see Gabby Gabby shifts her gaze, not to Woody, but to, on the oh, silver yeah. platter behind him where she sees the, the pole string. It's like a mirror. And then she's like, ooh, okay. What you He's got a pole string. In. And then she's like, oh, let's talk, Benson. And then <laughs> lifts them. Okay. Okay. And then she starts talking to him about, oh, we're just, no, she says it before, we're going on our morning stroll. Yeah, nice to meet you, Woody. Nice broken. to meet you. Uh, okay, get into the carriage, gets into the carriage, they're rolling along, and she says, gives him the whole sab story about, or not sab story, but just the explanation about the pull string, about how hers doesn't work and how she could use a new one or whatever. And he's like, uh, sorry, Gabby, Gabby, but we, we're we looking for... We need to get back to our kid. Oh, you have a kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, the, we're her trash. Oh, yeah, Forky has <laughs> Forky another kind of semi-funny line. And then uh, she's like, wait, please stay. And then you see Woody turns his head. 
here comes another marionette doll. Turns the other way. Here I think comes the third one. How many are there? Four dummies. ventriloquist dummies. Yes, you got it. Which I like. I like the fact that they don't talk because they need their design is there has to be a ventriloquist. Yeah, there has to be a hand up their butt for them to talk. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of an, <laughs> a fun detail that they can't talk. They can All they can noises. do is go. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. You'd think they could talk, creepy. but it's creepier it that is they creepy. don't. And I, I, it was a good choice. I like that choice. But when those ventriloquist dummies show up and you get Woody like, we have to go. Like he said, like, we need to go. And then they make their escape, but only Woody makes it out. And Woody, or Woody, uh, Forky. Forky gets caught. Gets caught behind. And you're like, good, great, yes, <laughs> yes, Woody, no. go, buddy. But and they're they're chasing him. The dummies are. And Gabby's like, go get him. And she's just really, she always keeps her cool and really creepy. Go get him. And then Woody gets discovered by this little girl. Because he the, pulls his own string. Yes. And she's like, hey. And her grandma is the owner of the antique shop. No one shop. ever buys the toys anyway. Yeah, so, so go take ahead. it. And she's like, I'm going to take it to the go park. Go play it to the park. And then we go back. Start sound like this Pete is, there from yeah. Mickey Mouse. We, <laughs> hey there, buddy. <laughs> no, well, let's go bowling, Abe. <laughs> he should have been a voice in this movie. <laughs> hey there, but buddy. This is where we get Buzz all of a sudden forgetting how to lead. When all the toys are like, hey, how do right, we get him? And right. he starts pushing yep. his buttons. They're like... Buzz, are you Buzz, okay? They don't think. say this, but they should. And all of them are like, uh, Je- this is when Jesse should have taken charge and she should have gone to get Oh. Woody. Instead of ah. Buzz, honestly, because they didn't know what okay, to do with Buzz. Because the, the sheriff pin earlier. I can see that. Yeah. I can see That's that. That's not my plot idea. I have a better one at the end. Okay. But, but I agree with that. It yeah. would And especially because... They're pushing something in this movie that I'm going to talk about later, which kind of females, the gender swapping of the of kind the, like, of passing the guard. Like yes, how these yes, but dude it, toys I'll get into been, it later. Have been played with all their lives, and now it's turns for the it's like a feminist movie. Yes, and I have thoughts on that, which I, I think hope I do aren't too. too controversial. But we'll get into it. Um, I think I know where you're going to go with it. I think I like it. I, I think, think I share the might same. Be on the same. And what you don't want to say that is like anti-feminist, like no, our, like our friend Joel. We are feminist. We we sympathize with feminism. I think it's and great feminists what they did and, with Bo Peep in this movie. I'll but, just say it. Okay, but just I might the idea. I might dif- I might diverge with you on that, but we'll get into that. We'll get into it. But the whole buzzy buzzy. <laughs> yeah, buzz. <laughs> go along, buzzy. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, again, the butt. I I agree with you on the uh, the the the. the uh, I'm done. Okay, so Buzz gets yeah. trapped <laughs> keep, to a carnival get, prize get going, wall. Yes. Um. After yet another of those fancy Buzz acrobatic sequences, style, which is cool. Which is cool. Like, okay, he's it's back, cool. but he's not. It's cool. I and like he, the music too. He gets too. picked up by a carny. Who? This is a really cool detail. He has a Pizza Planet tattoo on his leg. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. It's like the first animated character with a tattoo. It's cool. So he picks him up. That's Bill And Hader. who are we introduced to? We're introduced... Oh, not yet, actually. Yeah. Or, it comes or is it back later? to him later. Okay. We oh. just see him get strapped up. I we just, don't see I him just, yet. There we go. Tee it up so for you. So then Woody meets some lost toys in the park. What? When? He... Because He's they go in, to the park, right? right? Does he they get, meet? They, get, they were driving all night long in the RV... It's yeah. early, early morning but when they go into meet? the antique shop. He meets... Who does he meet first? All these toys that are in the sandbox, right? Because yeah. he gets left there or oh, he yeah, runs in like, there. Hey. They're like, oh, 
we got like 15 kids coming into the playground in five okay, minutes yeah. like that and you got combat carl which let's just say well, it now. we'll get to him he's not here yet okay but he, he's Bo and woody he, uh, okay Bo and Woody get in the way they reunite is really cool because this little girl, like a kid, oh, is yeah. playing with them and they can just they can't do yep. anything. They're just staring at each other in their toy form, and it's got to be torture. But then they get put down, and it's like, and then they just they get do put it. down, and it's like what? I don't know. They're like Bo. <laughs> Bo doesn't seem as excited about Woody as um, turn a mini me as no. Woody is. She's just like, oh Woody, good to see you. Kind of. I don't know. They get reunited. They have an awkward reunion. Like, they don't know how to talk to each other, and he's stumbling over his words. She has become this badass toy, and she loves being a lost toy. And this is Woody's nightmare. Which I, I think that's cool, too. It is real I cool. I think it's cool. And she's oh, got she the... she loses the dress. She's got, like, a jumpsuit. Now. She's got a cape. And her arm is taped up because she's bow. porcelain. Oh, it's really, she's cool. It is pretty cool, I have she's to say. Cool. It's cool. She's got battle scars oh, wait, from back her up. arm. The first time... Before they meet, Woody uh, sees her uh, the, sheep, the sheep run across yes. the thing, and he's like, the fuck? And it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there's that Billy Bobby and no. Griff. <laughs> what does he call him? I don't remember. Lefty. But, yeah, Lefty's the last one, but it's like Bobby. I don't remember, but it's Bobby, funny. He didn't even Johnny, know and Lefty? Yeah. And they all frown, and it's her. It's female. Yeah. So Thanks they're... for saving my goats early, Woody. <laughs> but anyway... Sheep. My so sheep, getting, whatever. Woody meets this little Polly Pocket thing in a skunk car, and this is where we meet Combat Carl, and he's back, and there's three versions there's of him, baby. There's three versions of him, and, and one of them keeps getting let out in the cold, because guess what? He's dressed for the weather, and baby. And guess what else, Christian? <laughs> Combat Carl is this episode's character oh. spotlight, baby. Yay. <laughs> All right. You mean? Combat Carl. One of the bright spots in this film is the full circle return of Combat Carl. We last saw Combat Carl in Toy Story when he was getting blown to bits by Sid. Now he is back and he has three different forms. As the Dead toys Speak. Do. The Dead Speak. It's a parallel. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. And this is a truly remarkable callback because it's almost like a rebirth and a total upgrade for Combat Carl. This literally throwaway toy. It brings us back to the conflict that started the Toy Story saga, really, because Sid was the first version, and this is where we first met him, blown up Combat Carl, and it's glorious. Combat Carl is the cameo we never knew we needed or would get, but we did. And this shows just how much detail and care that Disney and Pixar put into the lore of these films, and nothing is ever forgotten. Nothing is ever shown that might that can't be brought up again. Say what you want about TS4 being unnecessary, but you can't deny the history and the time they take to bring back a forgotten character we never got to know. When all hope is lost, the wounded serve no purpose, and the war appears to be lost. One toy will rise from the ashes of Sid's backyard and come back better than ever. It's the all-new Combat Carl. Forget about your wimpy G.I. Joe. It's combat time, baby. After a failed field test in the mid-90s, we have perfected the production of Combat Carl. The military toy every gun-toting Republican child needs. He comes complete with realistic weaponry for all those bloody battles your little imagination can conjure up. We're bringing you not one, not two, but three different Carl forms. Need a covert mission through the snowy plains of Antarctica to rescue the endangered polar bears? Get the snow mission, Carl, with white camo. Perhaps you need... A look that says, I'm willing to get dirty, but I also need to clean up in time for doomsday. Grab the orange, nope, grab the original combat, Carl. <laughs> or what about when you want to stand out in the crowd, but 
Not in the fire-ridden war zone. Grab the orange burst, Carl. We have reinforced these little shits to the point of indestructibility. <laughs> no time. Nope, let me say that. Next time Sid tries blowing him to bits, he's going to have to try a little harder because ain't nobody got time for blowing up. So get your combat Carl complete set today and get ready for when the draft comes back. And when it does, Carl will have your back. Sold at a toy store near you or any army surplus store. <laughs> so that's combat uh, Carl. Voiced by Carl Weathers. Yeah, which is great. That's cool. This is just great. I love hearing him do this movie, too. It's fun. Like yeah, Apollo Creed. And that's Bright what spot. he's known as, Apollo Creed. Yeah, and in The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, come on, baby. Do the magic hand thing. Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> I, Carl Weathers just uh, he's, he's fun. Just, he's a breath. I think of fresh it's cool air. that he wanted to, he did this movie just the, for yeah, the small call. part. And you get the like I said the little snow dressed. And he comes back later Carl. and gets a high he five. He does. I didn't yeah. see it at the very end. Ugh. I forgot to write this down, so that's why I'm telling you now. But uh, you might forget it. End, I might. In the <laughs> end. Uh, Duke Kaboom high fives him. Okay. Finally. So it's very cool. Okay. So Woody and Bo catch up, and Bo is like, yo, I was in the antique store, but I'm like, I didn't want to. I'm going to go you know, out. I'm, not, I'm sick of waiting. I was. I got sick of waiting on the shelf. And she's like, oh, Gabby, we Gabby, know that she's store. no good. She's creepy. Yeah, she's, don't, you don't get off. And then the, is this one the skunk? No, they they zoom off in the skunk mobile. And Woody's like, why a skunk? And then we well, who see we all meet? the giggles, Mick. Oh yeah, giggles, Mick Polly Pocket. I don't remember she's her not full Polly name. Polly Pocket, but, but she's similar. She she's a really tiny toy, like really, smaller really than tiny. a grain of rice, because no. she fits on the shoulder of Bo Peep, and these are they're not huge toys. They're not, oh, you're right. She's like the size of an ant. That's a dangerous toy. Yeah, swallow that. Well, thing. that's you not could... that dangerous. I mean, it's so small. Even if you swallowed it, it's like oh well, it's like a pill. Well, they're gonna go through the fantastic journey, aren't and they? And I feel like there's just too much. There's <laughs> Too many new characters in this movie. Like, you pick think a couple. they pulled the Spider-Man three mm-hmm. mistake? Which, when if we do that, if we do it, I think we might later. Yeah, if we do it, yeah, if we do. I'm, it. I I actually just watched a big chunk of that the other night. We'll watch like the whole eighty percent of the movie, and I actually like, have to say it's not as bad as I remembered it. But anyway, but they, they zoom off movie. in the skunk mobile, and Gabby Gabby has an obsession. We find out with this Harmony. little girl Harmony. And she wants to be her toy, and that's why she wants the voice box. Because she thinks if her voice box thing works, she will want Harmony. Will want her. They won't think she's a defective, broken toy. Correct. Now, does she like Harmony that much because she's seen her in and out? Because she, her mom, yes. her grandmother, owns the store. But also because she looks like the girl in the Gabby Gabby. Yeah, the book, Gabby Gabby book. Which I had to say, this was sad when she's it like having tea time with Harmony. In the, behind the glass yeah. when she's not there, that is sad. It's a little dark. That is sad. This has very adult. And before that, it's very it. dark with her in the mirror, like putting her little her freckles, freckles on, repainting yeah. that, and the angle of it. It's very sinister. And she's holding Forky hostage, but not really. Like she's not mean to him. No, they're like, not. They just talk. She, and he's she not gets suffering the, at all. No, she manipulates him into telling him, giving him intel on Woody's what happens. So then this is where Buzz meets Bunny and Ducky, and. They are also prizes on yeah. the prize wall at this game that nobody's ever going to win. Key and they feel peel, baby. And honestly, <laughs> I here's okay. the thing. I'm going to stop right here. This is I, what should have okay. happened. You, like how I many said, of these the original, do you have? <laughs> the, this is what should have happened. Quick. I got you. The, the story should have been all these new toys, Buzz and Woody and Jesse, maybe in Bullseye. But 
have them with Bo Peep and these new toys and just, like I said, leave the other ones at home. Maybe have a battle of the toy groups. Or they do it, yeah, like an end battle game type thing. Battle of the sexes sort of thing, and maybe? And the originals come and find them or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would have made it worse. <laughs> Probably. On your, on your left, Woody! You know what would have been? <laughs> you think Rex. You think Avengers is an ambitious crossover. <gasps> what if oh. this is this could have been the movie, the end game of Pixar, like we, what if we just got a bunch of cameos? Like, what if he t- they team up with with the Bugs Life bugs and uh, they help? No. And then you get the Bugs Life thing would have been cool. Yeah, and then you get Wally coming in and helping or no. something, or like a toy Wally. I don't like that. Okay, you don't have to like it. This is my fantasy. Okay, and then you get you're just living in it. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. No, I, 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 maybe an interdimensional sort of thing, like into the Spider Verse, that could work. Sure. Yeah, but, but Ducky uh, and Bunny feel threatened by Buzz, and they're like, to infinity in my foot, and they're Can funny. I just say something? Yeah. I know. I've, I'm sorry. Don't be. It's your show, too. Ducky and Bunny, when I saw the previews for this movie in the commercials, I thought they were going to be annoying as hell. Oh, I was hyped for because them. Because just, to the infinity in my foot! And they I was like, if all, they're gonna, if all they're going to do is yell the whole movie, it's going to get a little annoying is what I was thinking of. But they're actually one of the best parts of the movie. Oh, yeah. Their whole thing. I mean. It's Key and Peele doing Key and Peele sketches the entire movie. Well, <laughs> what is the. Okay, we'll get into it. We will. But I, I actually like them. They're one of the best parts of the film. They are. So They're Buzz, genuinely funny. Buzz traps Ducky's foot in his helmet and pulls him out of the zip tie. Why didn't he just grab him with his hand? His How did they hand. get out of the zip tie? He traps. How did they, both of them get off? I Are don't they know on how hooks? They... They're on hooks though, because yeah. I see Bunny has I one of those little hooks. cheap plastic things. And they're also connected to each other, like they're right. one toy, which okay. is cool. Okay. Um, is that what it looks like inside of us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff that. That was a funny thing later on. Yeah. So Woody pulls Bo's arm off here. When she tries to help <gasps> him up, and they like he freaks out, and then she pretends to freak out. And she's that like, was a funny moment. That though. was cool. And she's like, "No, I'll just fix it with tapes. No big deal." And he's like, what? "You are psychotic. I love you." And they do it. They don't do it. They don't do it. Stop saying Dang it. it. <laughs> I must be misremembering. Sorry. What oh, kind of fantasy fiction are you reading? This. How? <laughs> how? Here's another one of my. Remember that hang glider scene? Yes. Where oh, nobody sees go. him. They're. This is even worse. They're jumping on the umbrellas while people are eating, and nobody's like, "What the hell's that?" Nope. <sighs> Maybe they thought zipping. it was a bird. Spencer. These toys are getting real confident. I know. We talked a little bit about it before the show, but they this have is, one rule, and then Sid's like, "That's the rule you'll have to break if you want to save Forky." <laughs> That's Sid. Yeah, Sid comes back. That's he's, the he's the Joker. That's the rule you'll have to break if you want to. And they're like, <laughs> okay, nobody's gonna see us. Okay, I can't wait to cover that. I movie. can't either. Oh. The old good cop, bad cop routine. That, that was me okay, being the Joker gross. doing the lips. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, Ducky and Bunny want yeah, a kid. We're done. With we that. find out, and they're like, we want a kid. But some they're well, just I'm fuzzy you know how you get a kid. You do never mind. The, oh, the, no, that's later. They do the old talk to Ted. I don't know. Uh, the gang try, and here we go back to the original no, gang they and meet, Jesse. They meet Buzz. Remember? On oh the yeah, rooftop? Buzz comes up. 
No, because uh, they reunite. Bo and Bo and is Rene. asking him about. Oh, so how many are left? Like who? How many toys are left with Bonnie? How many did she take? Oh, we got Slinky Dog Rex, uh, whoever, uh, Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head. This is their Bullseye. biggest role right here when he mentions them. And <laughs> he has a line somewhere else. But and then she says, "Buzz, yeah, Buzz. I he he he's gonna get a kick out of this when I get back and tell him." And then, and then he's right he's there right there. Him. And she's like, oh, Buzz, my old moving buddy, which I kind of liked. I liked that the call cool. back to the, I found my moving buddy. And like I said, buddy. there's moments I like this movie. I just don't like it. I don't love it. You don't and it's like it as a whole. I gotcha. And I just feel like I wish it had never been made or made differently. I agree. Because what they do agree. is, <clears throat> I'll go over it in the end. I won't okay. forget. I won't forget. Gotcha. Don't forget uh, Sid and Jesse. So there's that. Yeah, Sid and Jesse gotcha. and then this other thing. Jesse actually uses her toy brains like, oh, we got to stall them because they're no, about to leave. We, she pops yeah. the RV tires. With a And buy sometimes, yeah. And then uh, daddy's about to use some words, so let's go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the How was movie. everything going? <laughs> <laughs> they should have just sworn. Just okay, have swear daddy's words. using some words. Let's go for a walk, Bonnie. Let's go to the fair. <laughs> I love their, her parents. I really do. So Bo and Woody lead a squadron into the antique store to try to get Forky. Because she agrees to help him, finally. Yes, and then there's the cat, which they finally What's figured out how to do animals. Name? I don't know. They just oh, refer the cat to him as a dragon. Exquisite. Dragon, yeah. The cat yeah. looks exquisite. And it's like the stereotype parallel to Scud, only done way, way better. Like, he rips up toys. And it's hard, hard, yeah, and like, that's where you, where you see the bottom half of a stuffed animal. And yeah. That's when you get the whole, that's what we look like on the inside. Yeah. And then we get Ducky and Bunny do this. One of the How are we going to get that key? And then they go, oh, we my. do the, uh, I don't remember what they call them, but essentially their plan uh, is to like forget. dive bomb the old lady's face and just steal the key. Oh. <laughs> Three separate times with the last one. The like, last no, 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 one, we got one more, one more. The plush it's rush. It's different. The yeah. plush rush. <laughs> yeah. I like, laughed my butt off <laughs> when I saw her. this last it's night. It's so over the top and it's <laughs> such a key and peel it's sketch. It's so funny though. And they go home with her. <laughs> and they like hide she opens the, the f no she's shutting down their shop she's driving in the car you're hearing this old elevator music the whole time she get <sighs> pulls into the driveway she gets inside she opens the fridge pulls out one of those uh, crock uh, those pots that we have one of those at my parents house by the okay. way okay <laughs> and and they get interrupted by buzz how is this gonna help us no no we're not done yet okay <laughs> okay and then it goes back into the house she's in the bathtub with a thing of wine and then <laughs> <laughs> what she's laying in bed sleeping you so get the long. moonlight through the window it's so long and and then they get her it's the same plan except Out, just longer outside of the house muffled <laughs> and what do they kill her and then get the key yeah uh, we're not doing that <laughs> that's where i have the end of act two. Oh, really yeah because that's when they make their plan to get forky okay that that's okay. I wasn't really doing like, the act I, thing. I uh, I know a guy. I know a guy. And, and then, then we meet Duke of okay. Act Three. Any other thought? Any thoughts that you didn't have to have time to say, or what you wanted to say on uh, Act Two? I wish the original gang just I just I miss them, and that's why I did their send off in the last episode. I miss them. They're giving none <gasps> oh. nothing to do, so don't even have them in. They're this. giving. They're not right. I agree. Well, I did like I did like the Rex when they find out about Woody or whatever, and he's like, <gasps> "No!" And he just or yells it out of nowhere. Incorporate technology. They talk to him back at home, give him updates or something. Oh. 
if we want to keep agree. them home. I agree. They used the but, cell phone in the last one. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been great. A GPS in this. Apparently, they that would have been great. Also, I'm no, I thought of this on the way here. I'm missing. I'm missing Ken and Barbie. Yeah, that could have been funny. I know you it get the Hawaiian vacation bit, and we get there. Well, we get every during the short, but every character's final, like good finale. But we get theirs, and it's fine. But I guess they're the ones they wanted to leave alone. I here's an idea. In this, uh, I talked to you a little about but about this, but I couldn't remember what I wanted to say. Now I remember. So, how, what happens when before they go to meet Duke Kaboom? What happens before they go to that? They get caught because Woody irrationally runs out into the open. When he sees an opening, when the cat's gone or whatnot, remember that? Yeah. And he and runs sheep. out, and the sheep get lost. Or well, because they bite on. Well, to... they bite onto the ventriloquist and don't let go, which is kind of stupid. Now that I think yeah. of it, why don't they just let go you and go back go to ball? And then she gets mad at Woody because he ruined the plan. He didn't stick to the plan. Which is typical men. We to... just react on impulse and go after no. it. strategic. He's been a strategic. I agree. The entire See, that's where I'm going. Sudden, that's where I'm going with it, and I will get there. It's like the writers forgot how to write on. these characters. Well, it's I, a different writer. Well, you still have executive producers Andrew Stanton and uh, John Lasser or Lee Unkrich. No, I he think, left. Or, he left because remember, oh, that's right. The, he the, he had the, the controversy, whole, sexual yeah. harassment. Um, but yes, Woody spoils the plan. She gets upset at him and says, "Don't get in my way," like. She's an independent She's woman. an independent she toy. She knows lost yes. toy life. Yes. And that's cool. It like is. we said. But going into that thing, it makes me think, this goes into the theme of the antique shop too, because Woody's an old toy. You know? Yeah. He kind of belongs in that shop. Yeah. In a sense. Her, so him she. and Bo. Yeah. They kind of belong there because they're so old. And going with that aging process, it makes me think maybe... And maybe I'm off base with this. Woody, being established as such a leader and someone, a man with a plan, you know, usually from Toy Story three, acts irrationally sometimes, like Toy Story two, not using, not thinking things through all the way. You see that here, but is it the result of his? It, it's almost like a toy dimension in a way, is what I was kind of telling you about, but maybe not quite. A toy dementia. Toy dementia. Oh, toy dementia. Okay. Yeah, a, to- a, t- a type of that. toy dementia. I get Maybe why I'm you see off, that. but it's because he acts that. so. He's saying, "Andy, he's he's in he's running out. Mode. He's in desperation mode. He's I not think used to not Maybe that's the top. more of it. Maybe not the dementia thing, but I just thought, why would Woody run out into the open like that when he knows that they have a plan? He's not sticking to the plan because. He's not acting rationally because he wants Forky. Because yeah, they're running wants... on a short timetable because they could leave at any moment. He doesn't even know if they're there. Right. He has a ticking clock and he yeah. wants Bo's peep. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm not done with but... Bo's. Oops. <laughs> Bo's <Watch> peep. The mic. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Let me re- Let me go back on that. I just thought it was an interesting idea because of the whole antiquity, antiquity, not to be disrespectful to aging folks or anything if like you're that old, but just the idea, listen to our show we love you too just the idea of an antiquity him getting older that sort of thing and maybe it would have been an 
Maybe he's interesting a mature senile. idea. No, that that idea too, but maybe not. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe the writers just forgot but their characters. That's and didn't when care. That's when they go to well, and we're heading into Act Three with this. But when he he just follows kind of meekly behind Bo because of what he did, he kind of spoiled the plan. Yeah, Which, I, again, uncharacteristic with a Woody who has been the man with a plan, not to be, not to, and I don't mean emphasis on the word man, but just because the, the alliteration of it, just the kidding. man with a plan. He's been known to be that, that smart, brave toy who did the whole planning of Toy Story 3, and now in this movie, he's ruining other people's plans out of irrationality, possibly because of the desperation of the the, the circumstances, but I Time. can understand that point. Time's a ticking. I can understand that now. The time ticking. Yes. Anything else? I don't have anything Nothing else. else? I'm just pumped to get through Act 3 and be done with this movie. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. No, just because I have some other, I have some better plots I want to share. Okay. And I'm really excited to talk about those. Okay, then. Because I think you'll like them. <laughs> I, th- I, I might. I, I, I probably will. will. I probably I will. will. And how many times have I said exactly during this podcast? I've been counting. Because listeners, give uh, us a count. <laughs> going back and listening, I say exactly, exactly. So many times, I want to just punch my phone and be like, "Shut up! Stop saying that word." That's all. I mean, that's exactly right. <laughs> I mean, I I get exactly what you're saying. Exactly. No. <laughs> Damn it. No. Got you, sucker. You want to go to Act Three? Sure. I'm just. It, I'm not leaving. I, I got gotcha. you. Oh, no. my ears need a break from these awesome, sweet <laughs> V-Moda headphones, over-the-ear headphones. Hey, they're not paying us to do that. No, they're not. These <laughs> We get there. Bo Peep is going in. It's like a club, but it's in a. It's a cantina sequence. Yeah, what is it? It's like what the can, it? It's is like it the a bar slot se- machine, or is it a what is it? A pinball machine? I think it's a antique cash register machine or a Maybe, pinball. But they're or, met by not tin a pinball toy. machine. I know tin toy. That tin was toy. I gasped when I watched it last night. I was like, cool. oh, I forgot he was in this. Yeah. very cool. And he looks at Woody like. Oh, and we see the top half of the. Zebra. You're the one that stole my thunder. Oh, Woody? is that what he says? He doesn't say that, but he looks at Woody very unimpressively. Like, because oh, Tin because Toy was the first original ah. short. Not the first one, but the, the one that got honored at the Oscars. T- and they were going to do Toy Story based around him and I the I think he was the original dummy. inspiration. He was. But <laughs> then Woody stole the thunder. He's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> Does a little squeaky accordion thing. and <laughs> That's funny detail. <laughs> I loved it. I loved that homage there. That was, was cool. It was cool. We see a bunch of older toys. We see the top half of the zebra without his legs yeah. that the cat got. And then we get mother freaking <laughs> You know how it is. What, Bo? Duke? Bo, Kaboom. I need batteries. Help me, Bo. Oh, yeah, Bo, 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 <laughs> help, help, help. Creepy. <laughs> we get Duke Kaboom, baby, voiced by Keanu Reeves, and he's back on top of his game. But he's not... I love he's him. He's not that good of a he's voice not, actor. No, he's not. But no just offense, because he's, no offense, Keanu. I love you as a person. He's You're back. amazing. Just like John Wick. I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> not a good actor. You're beautiful. No, you're beautiful. I love. You Keanu remember Reeves. that? I do. Can we just take a moment to just really appreciate Keanu Reeves? Yeah, he's not a great actor, but he gives he's it. He's a good all. actor. No, he's not. He gives it his all well, though. 
He gives it his all in everything he does. Uh, let's just say this. Keanu Reeves for Darth Revan. Okay, that's it. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> so they employ the help you don't of want, You don't agree with that? I, I'd like somebody with a little bit more range. But Who? I don't know. I don't know Darth Revan First, enough. Per, first person to come know, to mind. Who? who? I don't know who? Darth Revan. I don't have anybody. Who? I don't, Keanu Reeves, you're right. No. Perfect casting. No. Jeez. <laughs> Leave no. me alone. Uh, Tom will, Hanks. You, will you just leave me alone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they employ the help boys. of Duke. Duke, they want because he's a stunt. He's a Canadian stunt bike rider toy, mm. kind of like Evil Knievel, and they want him to help make a jump to help to save Forky. But he's going through a little PTSD because he had a kid. What was his name? Rajon. 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 And, and he got him as a toy I love for that. Christmas. Saw the commercial of him jumping oh. through the thing, but. He didn't do okay. that in real life, and he was tossed aside. You said Just like you real loved, toys. Yes. <laughs> you said you loved the, the old school aesthetic of Sid's house. How about yeah. the 70s old school aesthetic of the commercial? With it's the awesome. little Christmas like, tree the, and the yeah. wood paneling and that. And the, you get a commercial of a toy doing TV. something cool, oh, and the toy doesn't do that. They animated that so well, though. Yeah, it was really It cool. looked like an actual real product. Yeah. Like, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe Duke it was. Kaboom on store and on toy shelves near you. Rajal, it's a commercial. It's not a real thing. <laughs> yeah. How did you throw me away, Rajal? It's so, like, I love it. It's Duke so over dramatic. I wish Duke this is Kaboom. a part of the plot that Ooh, I wish we, he, he had been in the beginning throughout. Like, this is the toy group we follow instead of meeting them halfway. Well, third act. Buzz, okay, so Buzz and Ducky and Bunny show up with the key. <laughs> oh. I love this part, too, because like, oh, my gosh, how'd you get the key? And then it flashes back. The old lady literally sets it on a plate in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's so underwhelming. And you'd think it'd be like this daring thing, but I love how it breaks the stereotype. I love and it, too. They just get it easy. Like, because the, that, and, that's one of the best moments. They realize, okay, we don't need a big adventure scene it just gets set in front of them. But Ducky and Bunny are like, oh, man, it was dangerous. It subverts it was your really expectations. Dangerous. Yeah. Like, we had to go through a lot of stuff to get this. And it's it's really funny. <laughs> so then we Especially get, after the plush rush sequence. That we yeah. Get. We get Duke vaults Woody to the cabinet door with the key. Woody gets into the cabinet. Uh, but not without seeing the vision of his beloved Rajon. Oh, yeah. So that throws him off. And even before that, you get a romantic moment between... Buzz, not Buzz. Not Buzz. Uh, Bo and Woody, where they turn and they see the sunlight coming through the window and all yeah. the lights on the, 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 the chandeliers oh, yeah, before and the this, crystals. They, they have yeah. a moment. They talk. They're like, so what's it like? How has it been? Like, yeah. well, you know, they talk more about each other's background and what happened to them. And you see Woody, he looks at Bo getting illuminated by all these crystalline uh, chandeliers. Oh and yeah, these decorations, oh, beautifully shot, beautifully animated, beautiful. And he They're looks at her. Off. He looks at her and he smiles because this is the woman he loves. And then you move on to the whole. She breaks the br- breaks the romance by saying, "Yup," and you're going with him. What? What? Me? Me? I thought it was just him. <laughs> so something happens here where the cat gets him, and then they all get attached to the cat. And they're, like, fighting the cat, and the cat drags them through the store, and they're being chased by the dummies and Gabby Gabby or something. No, Woody, they, well, but most part, but for the most part, they walk into the chest because they got the key. They open it up. They get up to top. Oh, Forky. Forky, and you're they, here. They and then they get, get ambushed Forky. by the, the dummies and by Gabby Gabby. And then they grab Woody. 
they have Woody's string pull string. No, the, the, the ventriloquists in them have his pull string, whereas he's holding onto the rope that the piece of yarn that they tied so yes, that they could with the key with the, to yeah. bolt him. Yeah. yeah. He's getting pulled, kind of getting pulled, uh, tug of war, Woody is. And you see his back rip, like where the pull string is. Oh, yeah, is. where his the voice box rips. is coming out. Because he's old. Yeah. This should have happened a yeah. million times in yeah. this series. That should have happened at the beginning of the movie when they, yeah. they were pulling out <laughs> to get uh Maybe that RC. shows that it weakened it. There you go. There you go. I don't know. Suspend your disbelief. Do it that way. But, yeah, he gets ripped. They have a big showdown with Dragon the Cat and... They end up outside. Uh, little itty bitty Miss Giggles gets eaten by the oh, yeah. cat and, and then, then coughed up. up later. Yeah, and they they make it out the the back exit. So whatever. the mission was a waste. The mission was a waste. They didn't get Forky. Uh, All Bunny, the toys. Bunny ends up with missing stuffing. Uh, yeah. They oh, lose. A funny bit where uh, Bunny. Uh, or Ducky's like, where's Bunny? Where'd he go? And they're attached to each other. And then Bunny <laughs> just like lifts him up, and they're like, oh yeah, you're right there. Her but sheep loses a foot. Oh yeah, I thought because he falls. The whole sheep, the sheep should have shattered. Yeah, from the Especially, height that they yeah, fell. Their porcelain. Yep. they should have lost more than a foot. Yeah. <laughs> so for falling more than a foot, Bo is like, "Yo, cut your losses. Go back to Bonnie. Whatever." You, and he's like, key. "But Woody, why? Why is this so important?" Because, because it's it all is. I have. Yeah, it's the only purpose I have. It's like, dude, you are being played with on the way. Here on the road trip, she rotates. You don't need to be the center of attention all the time. The only purpose he sees is having left is keeping Bonnie happy, and he which does he so sees. He does it through Forky, which is a proxy, which ultimately can, becomes a replacement for Woody. Yeah, which is really. so stupid. But that's a touching scene, though, when he says it's the only thing I have left, and you have that moment, that beat, that emotional yeah. beat in the script, where it's like. Well, I guess the rest of us don't count, do we? Yeah, and they Woody. leave. Woody. And it's like I'm not the lost toy. Yeah, she says, and then Woody is like, I don't leave toys behind. As he leaves Buzz behind, not now, not ever. Except for right now, when I'm leaving you, Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. And then when Buzz well, is left alone, he, it's when he gets super dumb because he's like, I'm left behind. What should I do? <laughs> and he pushes his buttons, and I can't even begin to explain. He the pushes logic his own buttons. This. Like I can't begin to explain why they did this to buzz and i i we love they took away his autonomy and relegated they took it away to, his masculinity they took away his autonomy literally as an electric toy and you yeah. know but Maybe his uh, batteries are running low. <laughs> the batteries they're running out but yeah, and his, the argh. detail on his model though here is absolutely incredible i noticed yeah, with the lighting the off. sticker looks wrinkled a yeah. little bit the light year yeah the the red button with the with the with the wings come out it looks super detailed with the lighting it looks oh, real yeah. it oh, looks yeah. real he is real maybe he's but real. they took away his uh aid what's the word agency by having him making his decisions by pressing his buttons and having his his voice box telling him what to do instead of what and he's done instead, in all the other movies. Instead of using critical thinking skills, he's getting to do old. That. But so this is where Gabby Gabby confronts Woody and really talks him through, like, "Hey," and we realize she's not an she's evil not evil. Villain. She wants to experience what he experienced, right? And here's the thing: I was listening to a podcast today about this movie just to kind of maybe see it a different view. And they brought up their their thought was this is showing like the feminist movement through Gabby Gabby, but it's doing it in a way like 
at saying, you, Woody, the man, have always had the attention. Mm. And it's harder for women, like in the workplace, Mm. to get the recognition. So in order for me to do that, you have to have your voice taken away. Hmm. Which I think is the wrong. That's like toxic feminist. That's very, very and interesting. I think, and it's it it is interesting. And this is from another podcast. Yeah, and it it made me really annoyed. Like that's not how it should work. Like, I kind I'm of not, ag- I, I I'm going to talk more on that in our closing. Good. But I agree with you. The, the, a large part of this whole movie. I have thoughts on that, but, but I didn't I agree take with it that, that sentiment. So I don't know way. if I if I agree with that. That's what I don't showing think. Here. I don't think it's no. But if taking it is, away his complete voice, I don't think it's that. No, but, but it what it it's like a metaphor. But it turns out, and I get the they realize that's the wrong way too because it doesn't work out for her. So yeah. it's not like they're saying that's right. But I didn't well, get that take. But I understand why these. guys I understand did. where they're coming from. I understand the the, the premise behind it, and it makes like sense. Like you've had to me. your time; it's my it's time. It's the it's women's time, you know. And I it get can that. be. Look at Bo Peep. It can She's be if awesome... you do it right. Yeah, and Bo Peep, what they did with her, they did. And I'm not an arbiter of how to do feminism right. Right. What do we know? Coming from my male point of view, and I don't mean to speak for it, but I have my own thoughts about feminism and the feminist movement and how to do it. Actual feminism, without and I'm not is yeah, a you good know what thing. I mean. Yes, it's, you when you see the the women, people, I'll just say the people that are extreme about it. Like we have to have this, so you can't. Mm. Then it's it's completely contradicting their whole thing because it should be equality, not I have to, I get it, so you don't. It should be we both get it. But in this case, Woody just it has something work, that she doesn't have. They don't have a working. Only one of them has a working voice box. Right. So I don't. I don't see this as saying. I don't see this as making that statement. They did, and it was an interesting point. And I wanted to bring it up, but okay. I don't see the movie. That is an interesting point. It, and maybe that is what the movie was saying, but I don't think it is. But anyway, Buzz warns Bonnie that she left her backpack. This is when Buzz gets back to the RV and he's pushing his button every time they look away, and I'm like, yo. You're getting dangerously close to being seen. And then he even (laughs) says, Bonnie, I left your backpack. Let's go. Yeah. I I like that, though. I thought the joke paid off. Desperate times call for desperate. Modern problems require (laughs) modern solutions. I mean, the whole thing about him pressing his buttons, it paid off. Yes. With him being able to do that. Bo has a change of heart and decides. It actually impacts the plot. It does. Bo has a change of heart, decides to help Woody because she's like, okay. She's well oh, because this, the little the little teeny bopper on her shoulder is like trashing Woody. Like, can you believe that guy? Can you, yeah? What it's is like, what is what is? It's like in the office. There's a there's a part when um, Michael Scott and Dwight are going on a on an old fashioned sales call because this is when the technology is taking over. Yeah, and then. Dwight even is, he's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then Michael's like, yeah, she's something. And then Dwight's like, no, she's wonderful. And yeah. like can't bring himself to trash. And Michael's just like, whatever. To me, anyway. it reminded me of when, again. It, it helps her realize. What do I know? It's, it reminds me of a scene where like a girlfriend is like, they don't know the whole story or the whole history behind someone's relationship, but they're, just but they're trashing. Friend. They think they're supporting their friend, but they're trashing their true love or whatever. And she's and like, don't what a that. loser. What a scumbag. I can't believe him. It's like, dude, you don't even know Woody. You've known him for like right. two days. And also, let me just say You've this a little a sidebar. 
if you're a guy comforting a guy going through a breakup, or if you're a girl comforting a girl for through a breakup, you're not a good friend if you just start trashing the other person, because that's not holding your friend accountable for their and showing role growth in the for relationship. that either. So yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. That's toxic. Stop it. Support them. Don't trash the other person, please. Unless, don't try and make them feel better by trashing on the person they just right. broke up with. Unle- un- unless you know the full story. Right. And the person really was a piece of garbage. I mean, I'm like no date doctor. Right. Believe me. But if they're like an abuser, fine. Yeah. But right. if it was like a breakup, there was just breakups happen. I don't know. What do you ripped your arm off? I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Bo realizes. That's not funny. Domestic abuse no, is not, not funny. No, it's not. But so Bo's like, actually, you're wrong. You don't really know him. But that made me realize he's doing this. He's one of the most selfless toys. I'm going to go help yeah. him. It's called loyalty. Yeah. Something a lost toy when, wouldn't understand. This is when I get this, this, this. One of my favorite lines when she's like, we're going to go back and help him and go through blah, blah, blah. And like describes this really dangerous mission to Ducky and Bunny. And they're like, nope, stuff that. No. <laughs> oh, it's it's because they're under the carousel. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they see like the the you know, the ponies go up and down yes. and it crushes a like, aluminum can. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then That's right. like stuff that. No. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, I love them. They do get hit by one of them too. And they get carried away, yeah. Yeah. So then we go back. Woody has decided, you know what? I'm gonna give you my voice box. So he has surgery and I don't know where they learned how to stitch, but they did. And it just, this part, she gives it him made a, me... He, he's like, at least give Forky back. Make sure yeah, Forky well, that's gets the, exchange. the body. Of course, of and course. And she holds up her bargain. And she's not evil. She, like, yeah. She is oh. what Lotso and Prospector kind of were, like this... Yes. And, like this self-hating, and that's why, you know, if I can't have happiness, neither can you. But it, she's not that. She actually has right. a turn. Right. So there's no true villain of this movie, which except the I'm writers. okay with. Except for the writers, <laughs> yes. So then... Sorry. He... She gets the voice box she's like i'm gonna go get played with by harmony and harmony picks her up and oh, pulls the this thing so and it's i'm sad. gabby gabby i love you and then the grandma's like oh you found it what'd you find there she's like this little doll like, i found you this can old take doll. it home if you want and she goes nah and tosses her in a box i'm just like yo now she's gonna be full evil that was sad that was really sad especially when she's like you can have your voice box back i don't need it anymore and then Woody's like yeah uh how do you think I'm going to do that? You stitched me up. It's no good now. You keep it. I'm sorry. I didn't I'm, mean to be insensitive. I have to say, I, I kind of got distracted. <laughs> what are you, she Lotso now? Maybe. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah. what is a speech? A, a lost toy once told me. Or no, he's like, listen, do you hear that? All the kids playing. Out there yeah. is a kid that would love you and take care of you. Woody's whole theme of trying to save every toy right. is getting really repetitive. But I know, but it's, what it are you gonna shows do in the impossibility of the yeah. task, you know? Yeah. You can't help every toy. No, you can't, but you can try. But he did help Gabby Gabby. And while this is going on, we get the contrast, like the serious stuff, and her cut with my favorite <laughs> bits. When Trixie takes over the GPS, and then the toys just sabotage this Turn RV. Right. Turn right! <laughs> what? Then, That's the wrong way. No, it's not. <laughs> he was like, you'd think the dad is, would be like, okay, no. The, I know the voice of the GPS. This isn't. 
But now we get smart buzz again. Yeah, finally. Because he's, like, he's yeah, on top to with turn. the ear and telling them where yeah. to go. See, and we get this inconsistent. where the RV is stopping and going and they're messing with the RV and the electrical system and the windows are going up and down and the lights are flashing and this cop tries to pull them over. And we get my favorite part when the cop's like, pull over. And the dad's like, I can't. It's a rental. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then the mom, the entire time, this is so chaotic. This is like when there's that crash when they're in the cones in Toy Story 2. Oh. And it's just this complete chaos, but the toys are unaware of it because they think they're trying. They're just right. getting somewhere. <laughs> and then the mom is just like, what is going on? <laughs> and then they end up in front of the, the, the carousel. When Buttercup first pulls on the gas. Oh, yeah. Oh, the run, like, another running joke. Happening? Another <laughs> running joke is <laughs> what are you uh, Buttercup, doing? the unicorn's like, okay, his original plan is to let's frame Bonnie's dad so then he goes to jail. And that'll what does buy he us have some time. against him? He's just thinking of a plan. He's just being funny. <laughs> But then he's like, the dad's finally, he's so going to jail because yeah. the cop gets him out. Anyway, Duke. Roll down your window, sir. I'm going to need to see your identification, as I say. Yeah. Your dad's definitely going to jail. <laughs> that's a really funny. This whole, that's really funny. Um, I wrote down Duke makes the jump, but I can't remember. Oh, he, no. What jump does he make? What happens here? Because he has the banner and he, he flies through the, the moon. He has the pennant string, whatever. And he, he's a little, isn't he apprehensive at first? Or no, they convince him that he can do it. Yeah. But then they actually don't think he can do it. Yes, and then he you does it. Canada. Yeah. Oh, he's Canadian, by the way. Yeah. Apparently he's Canadian. Yeah. But he does it and connect and they, he, that. Yes, bridges, uh, Canada or whatever. That bridges Bo Peep and Woody. And then I like to how you hear Woody is with Gabby Gabby and you hear Woody yell, Yeehaw! And yeah, I like oh, that. I like that touch. Way, I like that touch. Because Woody talks Gabby Gabby into going like, Yo, Bonnie's going to play with you. I promise. Yeah, that's how she initially goes Yeah, with And then you get an actual redemption from a quote-unquote villain of the movie where she sees this little girl who's kind of like in, she's lost yeah she's lost and she's crying and gabby gabby's like this is my moment and she drops down and bunny and duck you're like operation what is it i don't remember oh uh, i don't remember it's with the baseball operation <sighs> oh operation. see that's what i was trying to think of earlier look it up real quick operation i know something. we got the plush rush we got Operation The Board Game? No. Bunny and Ducky <clears throat> Baseball quote. It's right on the tip um, of my tongue too. Ugh. Mine too, and I can't think of it. Operation 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 Um Bunny <laughs> okay, and Ducky. Okay, we gotta fill this without with other op- words. Operation Operation <laughs> Have you ever played Operation, the game? No, it's a fun Operation. Game. <laughs> Let's just Operation. keep saying it. It'll come to us. Oper- That's the name of our episode. <laughs> not Plush Rush. Um, no, Operation. Not. Um, not <laughs> I cannot believe this. You know what? I'm going on Disney Plus and I'm just going to listen. Ducky right. and Bunny Operation. <laughs> now I'm doing it. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Hold on. You get dialogue. Oh, right here. Oh, this is the scene. <laughs> oh. We're going to listen to it. <laughs> I can't. This is rental. 
I don't know what's happening. Okay. Um. You skipping? Oh, 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 no, here it is. Listen. Ah, oh, where did it? What is it? Alright, here it is. I knew it! I knew chicken was in it. I knew the word. I knew chicken was in the So it's winner, winner, chicken dinner. They roll the ball to get the attention of the little girl. It's by Gabby Gabby. The little girl gets Gabby Gabby, and then she apparently says, You're that lost helps. too? Yeah. Yeah, that helps her find her parents. She does. No, it, she... And she has purpose now. She's frozen and paralyzed in fear, basically, because yeah. she's lost. She finds it all. She walks out, sees an official of the fair. The fairground official says, I'm lost. Can you help me? Can you help us find us? Can you help us find us? <laughs> help us <laughs> just, find us right now. Just, just like she killed Bonnie or whatever that I said in the last episode. <laughs> or she's Bonnie's mom. Or <laughs> oh, no, Molly gives Molly away Molly gives away Bonnie. Bonnie. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> At her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> her wedding. So she but, completes her redemption yeah. here. She and she gets to be loved by a little girl. Mm-hmm. Just like Woody was loved by Andy. Yes. And then we get what's supposed to be this emotional moment. We got Woody and he's going, he says goodbye to Bo. It's an inversion of the opening scene. Yes. They've switched positions on the screen. Yes. He's and on he's... one side now. The cardboard box becomes the border of the carousel, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, all right, bye. And then Buzz is like, hey, Woody, she's going to be fine. And you're like, he's talking about Bo Peep. And then right. he goes, Bonnie, she's going to be fine. You're like, oh, Woody, for whatever reason, is going to stay with Bo. Because he thinks that... I just hit my forehead if you yeah. didn't hear that. And here's the thing. I knew it was coming, probably. But this doesn't make... He's still getting... I didn't like it. Like, if... My sister doesn't like it either. I don't like it, not because I'm like, oh, the old toy, but this... The, the whole movie is him trying to get back to Bonnie with Forky, talking about, it's my purpose to, to k take care of Bonnie, she's my new right. kid. And but here's this the thing. is where you get the whole idea of, you know, that's my only purpose in life. What? Well... I, I'm, I lost my and train of he, thought. Maybe I'll get back on rail. This later. doesn't make sense for his character. Yeah. Because he's leaving, and all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to stay with Bo, this woman in my life. Why didn't he try to. This would have been very cliche, but I would have accepted it more, I guess. It would have been a little lazy, but if he's like, Bo, listen, you don't have to be a lost toy. I know you love it, but just please come with me. But then you look at it like, oh, well, then the woman's following the guy. Steve, of, no. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. What no. if she just realizes on her own, like, yo, right. I can still go out at night or something. I agree. I don't know how I wanted him to end it, but... It, I never uh, thought of that, but the thing is... It's whatever. The, the trajectory of this story is that it's about Woody discovering what his purpose is and if his purpose has been fulfilled. Did and he fulfill his has. purpose? Did he fulfill his purpose with initially with Bonnie? No, because he got, didn't get played with for he three didn't times, get played and with. now all so of a sudden... I guess in his mind, he's like, well, Bonnie has these other toys. Jesse's there. Buzz is there. Everyone's there to be oh, with her. Oh, the Jesse thing. She's not playing with me anyway, so maybe my purpose is fulfilled, and she doesn't need me anymore in that sense, because she wasn't playing with him really anyway or paying special and attention. It... Even when she opens the backpack, she grabs Forky and not Woody. Right, which is so dumb. So... But I do get what they're going for because in Toy Story remember when he thinks they're lost and he's like oh, I'm a lost toy and now that's and finally now, now he's accepting like I'm a lost toy yeah. but by choice 
whatever. He gives Jesse his sheriff badge, and that's cool. And then he and Buzz do get this final embrace, goodbye. But then Forky's up there and they're like, well, who's watching the doors? And then the goodbye gets cut short, turns into a comedy <sighs> thing. They yeah. ride off. Woody's like, let's go. Here, that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Oh, but we do get a final, like Buzz says to Infinity, and then Woody says, and beyond. I'm like, well, this is neither of those things, because you're not with him anymore. Well, I guess this is beyond, but it's not Infinity. I don't know. I and was, it reverses I was the whole thing about Toy Story 2, I'll always have my friend Buzz right. with me. And now and, he leaves her for a girl. Okay, okay. Oh. Okay, here's Bros the plot. Bros before hoes, right? No. That's what it should that's, be. No, that's a joke. Not that. Yep. Anyway, so but here's my... No, you also... I, I got emotional. A I little didn't. bit. A I little didn't. little bit when all the toys are hugging Woody and like lifting them up in the air and saying their goodbyes and whatever. I guess. It would have been more emotional if we'd have gotten more of that. And I couldn't help but when Woody looks over all the toys and it goes over Mrs. and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Very progressive. And, Mrs. and Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it just reminds you of what happened to Don Rickles in his passing and their role in the movie not having that big of a part. What role? I, exactly. And thinking of it now, all these toys are legacy toys that we know and love who didn't have a huge role in the movie and... They were just almost in there just out of respect because in a way, but they weren't respected in terms of having giving, and, and giving them something to do, really. They had nothing to do. Jesse had the most to do, and she but, barely had anything to do. Uh, going to the Forky thing, what was your Elimin thing about... Or you wanna, okay, going to the Forky thing. Or make it all about getting him. When they give Forky this... I have a very important mission for like you, Forky. side plots. I need you to tell Buzz... To get the RV as near to the to the the very merry-go-round. What's a merry-go-round? Uh, the thing that goes around and around. Also, the carousel. Uh, like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the carousel. Yes. Okay, yeah, the carousel. I like how Forky was the one who corrected him. Right. And it shows, and he his eye doesn't go googly. Like hmm. Woody's Woody's detail. talking to Forky, giving him this important thing to do, and Forky actually maintains an expression. Like this is important. I need to pay attention. And that shows growth in the character too, that I really appreciate. I yeah, honestly. me too. But we forget about him in because the because they could have easily almost. done the stupid eye thing again. And right, but we forget about him almost completely in the second act. And then you get and when, he literally is just the device. When Buzz and the rest of the toys are sitting inside the RV with Forky, when Woody leaves and everything stays with Bo, you see Forky where Woody would have been. In the ensemble, next to Buzz. So yeah. that just cements and solidifies that Forky has replaced Woody as Bonnie's favorite toy. And that's why he feels like his pur purpose is fulfilled. He's not the head of the room anymore. I mean, he doesn't have control anymore. But Right, and, that, and, he need, and he's accepted that. But instead of accepting it and accepting a side kick role, he just completely leaves. And goes mm. off on his own thing, which I didn't like. But what about the ending credits sequence with, the, with you know, the little bonus oh, you, scenes? Oh, you get when, a little Woody so and Buzz. Bo, Bo and Woody have made it their mission. And Bucky, Bucky, <laughs> Ducky Bucky and Bunny. Bucky is alive. <laughs> Bucky 
Ducky and Bunny and Bo and Woody have made it their mission to Ducky help. Ducky and Bunny are so to help <laughs> to help toys get find little kids basically okay, find their own there, kids. Make that the plot of this movie even, and I forgive it. Make that the whole plot. Mm, but you need to establish that they found each other first. Maybe yes, in the next movie. Yes, do that movie. in the beginning. Next movie. No, do that in the beginning. Toy Story 5. They'll do that. Maybe. There's not going to be one. Of course, but, they didn't think there was going to be a four either. All right. Probably shouldn't have been. They shouldn't have been a four, honestly. But uh, Ducky and Bunny uh, doing their... I, I was not expecting this. Their laser when, their eyes. Their little laser and eyes grow. and they grow and they're like Godzilla kaiju God, monsters so walking stupid. through the fair. But it fits their and theme. And then... Uh, can you, do you really have laser eyes? Duke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this right could have been, that should yeah, have been the story. Man. Like, Ooh. make it a straight up spinoff and don't even have the originals until maybe the end you get a cameo. Yeah. But make it a Bo Peep movie. Okay, I don't know, I didn't work this every detail, but a better plot they could have gone with would be focusing on, like, Woody, and this could still fulfill, like, that, the the change in, like, you know, from male-led to female-led. And it's set up when Bonnie takes the sheriff badge and gives it to Jesse in the beginning. That could have set up the whole time, like, Woody realizing, hey... It's it is time that I I'm not the sheriff anymore, mm. and this could have been a Woody Jesse Buzz Bullseye story, right? And mm-hmm. they go off. I don't know what the plot could be. I didn't work that part out, but just center it around those characters, and have the and then have the handoff, the sheriff handoff have more meaning, because it's never touched that like it's not a theme that he is passing the torch onto her. It's forced in the beginning and the end. It's set up. At the beginning. And then nothing is done with it. And then, oh, here. Not until the very end. You're the real sheriff. And that doesn't carry any weight anymore at this point because the plot hasn't been centered on that at all. it's kind of an overt symbol of... Right, it's almost like empty. The feminism kind of idea. It's a forced thing. The, The... I'm like, trying they to. Go on I'm this walking adventure. on eggshells here. It's him giving the badge over to her to symbolize that you know, feminist ideas. It's time for feminism to come into the forefront. Which giving is fine. giving stronger roles to women and characters who are women and making them in the spotlight. Yeah, I, I get that, and that's great. That's good. But if but you don't make do it, it right, more. make it mean more. Do it carefully and do it right. And I don't mean again. I don't mean to say that as a on like, my high Jesse, horse man. Show her, which like, I'm not. Prove herself. On my high horse, I mean, I am a man, but I'm, <laughs> you know are I mean. you sure? But yeah. Here's the thing: if you're gonna make it about finding Bo Peep, make it about just that. That's the plot, and you run into like a villain that's maybe keeping her or something. There's a villain that she's fought literally in combat, and whatever, and you find her and you be with her, or you make it about getting lost again and having Gabby Gabby want to take you and take your voice box and have that be the plot. Or 
have Forky be lost and you go to try to rescue him. But not all three. Like, they have, like, 500 different ideas. There's, like, five different plots. And it starts with, okay, I'm not and being played with. meanwhile, the I main, need to help ca- the main okay. ensemble is getting backlined. Right. Like, have a minute and then don't. I don't know. But I thought of this is way out of the box. You yeah, ready for yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. I teased yeah. this at the beginning. So to make it really full circle, originally I thought, you know what? You know what would be cool? And I said this in the last episode. Have... Bo Peep and Woody in the antique shop and have Andy come in and have her daughter, his daughter or his son come in and like take Woody and it's full circle, keeping him in the family, which what you could do because what they did with Toy Story 3, it came out like 11 years later and the time that had passed in universe was that time. So in this one, like 10 years went by or whatever, nine years, because it came out in 2010. This is 2019 that this movie came out. And it was like a week later or a year later. Mm. Why not make this? Bonnie's growing up. They're off. I don't know. You you, you run the risk of it being similar to Toy Story 3. But make it a road trip movie where the toys, just the toys, go off on an adventure. Like, hey, let's just go or something. Or like they get out of the attic. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like, don't even involve the owner at all. Right. But Unless it's get, really brief. Like, doing your idea of ten, nine years later, Bonnie's a teenager, whatever. Her toys are in the attic or they're in the toy box and she ain't yeah. even looking for I went them. off on a tangent with my original, trying to get back to my original yeah. plot thing. and I, I might have I interrupted got, No, you. you didn't. I just went off on the Andy thing. But anyway, the whole point of me saying that was have the movie be set nine years later so then it makes sense for Andy to have a child and then I thought, no, Andy's story, although that'd be really cool and I would love it if it was full circle and back to him or his kid. What if, big plot twist, what if this happened? You get two versions of this. One version is Woody and Buzz, maybe they they end up with, uh, with a little boy or a little girl somehow. And, <laughs> and maybe even they do go in the park and play. And then you hear the little boy or girl's dad call like, hey, it's time to go. And she's like, but dad, I found these toys, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you got to leave them here. And he comes over and you see the skull shirt and oh, the little man. girl or boy's wow. dad is Sid. And he's like, you got to leave. And he, he sees Woody and Buzz, recognizes them, has like a moment. Is like, you need to put those down right now. We're leaving. <laughs> Even if that's just a scene, like a Even- fun little scene or... They could have been a funny. Have it, like, have the whole movie be they get a new owner or something even, and you don't know who the parents are, and then, like, in the middle, you find out it's Sid, and it's his kid that's been playing with Woody and Buzz the whole time, and they they have a moment, and then he could even be kind of the bad guy, like, trying to get him out of the house or whatever. when would this take place? I don't know. Just when they're older. This could be a movie down the line. I, I don't think so now, but then what if this happened? And again, I know these are these are just ideas. It's not full plots, but Ugh. I just want a scene where it's revealed that a kid has Sid as a dad, and he's like turned it around. What if Sid don't let meet, his kids have toys, right? Spencer? <laughs> they meet Sid, and then when the little girl or boy, oh yeah, yeah, you know what? Let's take those home. Da da da. Uh, let me see those for a second. I'm, I'm just, I'll put them in your room for you while you go off to school. And then the little boy or girl leaves. And he's like, listen, I remember you. I know you can talk. <laughs> and they like, he, 
and we all get the, the time first you conversation. cut away to Woody's face just smiling but at him. But no, we get a full the first time ever a full like a conversation between toy and human. That would be so good. And, that would have been interesting. And he's like, "You really screwed my life. Uh, you don't understand yeah. what I've had to go through to get that out of my." And just we can get a flashback. And then he to becomes like a, a Mr. Crocker from Fairly Odd Parents. I don't. Fairies! Sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> you don't know the ma- Give him a redemption. Like, look, I don't like you. you don't, but I know you. And they talk. And then maybe they have to somehow work together. And uh, that could that be could full be a circle. funny buddy comedy. It could. That be. could kind of recreate the thing, the chemistry or not chemistry between Buzz and Woody from the first movie. Having Woody working with a, with Sid, yeah, it'd be would, a would cool have been, would have been funny. full circle redemption for Sid. But that sounds like another movie. That do, I don't know I, how they could make it work. I don't know, but it could have been a something like they gotta, but, they have to help his kids somehow, or his kids are. That would that sounds they like they just want to have idea, these toys or something, real. and they're doing they're not doing well in school. They're not making friends, and then Sid's like, "Look, at the end, hey, my kid really likes you guys, so I'm gonna make this work. But just know that I will always. You don't know what you put me through, and then we could have a flashback where he's talking to therapists. Oh, and nobody's, that's a that's so yeah, good. And, no, and this is this could be Pixar be like if you're really, listening. Yeah, like a really kind of a darker, deeper adult theme. Of the the consequences of what is just kind of a comedic, oh, we defeated the villain because he wasn't an evil kid necessarily. It's such an interesting concept because yeah, you have they toys interacting no. with each other, but not with humans ever. And Sid is essentially the only well, we know him, the only one who yeah that they broke their that rule could work. For. That could work. And instead of like just throw, he has kids now, and he's almost completely recovered from that moment. But he sees them, and it brings it all back. Or even just sees Woody and is like, you, uh-uh, <laughs> or something. Everyone else can go, you, no. <laughs> but we got derailed there a little bit. It'd we be didn't a cool even concept. Finish, not derailed. You know, thank you for sharing. For <laughs> not doing Bill O'Reilly. But no, that's a really interesting concept. I really like that. I'd love that. to see it. The Redemption of Sid. Do you have final? This is these are my final thoughts. These are your final thoughts. Okay. So make it a straight up spinoff. We left the old characters, but wait, we do want to know what happened to Bo Peep. Make it her movie completely, like no Woody, just her and Ducky and Bunny, and the little thing, and the you know. What? Sorry, I cut you off again. Dang it, Christian! Stop it! No, finish. And then their plot could be helping kids get toys, but still being lost toys themselves. Yes. Oh, kind of. Oh, what does that remind me of? Ah, something from Avatar: Last Airbender. What if this? Okay, check this out. Yes. You get right in the beginning. Woody, like years later, he's decides to leave the group right in the beginning. You have the emotional goodbye right in the beginning. He leaves the group. I'm a lost toy. I have no more purpose. I'm on to bigger. I'm gonna go find Bo Peep. Even let's just say that's the plot. He wants to go find her. Not by accident. That, oh, I see her lamp. Wouldn't make no, just sense. Listen. No, just listen. And then the whole movie is him learning the ropes of being a lost toy. Yo, um, we help kids get toys and have that. And then at the very end, where he's like, yeah, I could get used to this. And then he sees Andy again, and he has a son or a daughter. And then Bo's like, Woody, 
go. Oh my! Oh, like you, Andy. That, that's a sequel. There that's it is. That's a sequel. That actually would be a good sequel to this, and it would redeem this. That's one. a sequel. Yeah, the movie, the next movie, Toy Story Five. Listen up, Pixar. Is that Bo, uh, Bo and Woody and Ducky and Bunny and Duke Kaboom and whoever else? Combat Car, the new set of toys. Don't even have Buzz or any of them in here. Like, don't have them involved at all. Have them be doing what they're doing in the credits and just having them go on adventures. And at the very end, full circle years later, Andy. And then Bo is like, Woody, go. Like that he's who you were meant to be with. That you even said this to me. You want to be around when Andy has his kids. Although that wouldn't be as emotional of a goodbye because we only would have had one well, that's movie why, with them. Okay. But it would have because he, he it was all the, this movie was devoted to him finding her. Yes. Next, I'll go into my final thoughts, which are, I have more, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go uh, that, exactly. But that's what I want to see now. Forget right. Maybe even Sid could be there too. I don't know. Final but, thoughts for me. Adding on to that. Yeah. Make it not the next movie, but the one after. Toy Story 6 can be that. That way you can have time to develop the relationship between Bo and Woody before he gets reunited with Andy. None of the original. That would be excellent. What if they find RC in the next one and then reunite with him even? Like, that's not the plot, but what if they just find him? I can't remember if I said it in an an ass episode. (laughs) In the last episode. Or in one of the ones before. But the whole idea that... I might have told you in private... Make a saga out of it. Don't just have it end at four. Don't just have it end at four because it doesn't work. It, no, it's uneven. Weird. It's uneven. It's the tag along or a vestigial organ. It's just <sighs> there. It doesn't serve any other purpose other than just being there. But make it a saga. Make it a story. That comes full circle at the beginning with Woody and even Buzz and some in those old toys. Find a way to reunite them somehow to get them back to Andy to give to his kid. Do it. That I don't know. That I would think be just perfect. Woody. That would be perfect. I think just Woody though, not no, all the originals, because then, then that's forcing it. Perhaps, just Woody, because Woody was the one that Andy was gonna take to college. He's always been the favorite, like the one that he went back to, in in three. Like he even even Buzz. He was going to give away, but not Woody. He was going to take him to college. So it has to be just Woody. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Or maybe going off the twin idea of uh, son and daughter, take Bo and Woody. Yeah, I don't know if Bo but would I almost, give up her I life. I almost like the whole, toy. I like what you had, had said about her Oh, check this out. About her it saying doesn't even go, have to Woody. say a goodbye. They like can just we be... find out at the end, like, yo... They live right around the corner. We can still see each other. That would be funny, though, and I don't like that. I don't know if it'd be funny. It'd be it'd be convenient. Yeah, scripted convenience. Well, not even not even like constant. Like, hey, you I you have to go with him. Like his kid, or maybe that's your Andy, purpose. Ooh, ooh, maybe but they you bought guys the childhood home. Andy and his kids bought the sure, childhood home. He stayed sure, in Tri County area for the rest of his but life. But Bo Peep is like, hey, you know I can't stay here, and he's like, I know. And then they can have their goodbye. But she's like, you know, we'll we'll be in the neighborhood and just have that hope. So it's not fully goodbye. But like, hey, this is on our route. You know that. Yeah. We're toys. We're not going to make it too far. Yeah. And then you. what if, what if, what if 
She says this. <laughs> what if? Woody, you know you're always going to have a friend in me. No. <laughs> no, she That's can't say that. That's on the nose. Yeah, or, Woody, all, all their Woody, these movies are on the nose. Woody, I'm not going to let you throw yourself away. That'd be <laughs> like fine. Like the song. Or, oh. or Woody, we belong together. No. Like the song. But then, or but Woody, then you, get, you get Randy Woody, Newman. Woody, strange things are happening to me. <laughs> Puberty. No. Uh, no. I just, that but, full circle with Andy's kids. I agree. I oh, agree. Cool. And I've kind of been talking about it this whole podcast, kind of leading up to it, the whole thing about the feminism thing. Yeah. Get and it I'll, all off your chest. I'll just get it off my chest. And okay. then I'm going to finish Here my last thoughts. Pull it off my chest. It's done. No. <laughs> but no, uh, the idea... We're living in an age where, in the movie business, perhaps rightfully so, you're having increased calls for diversity. Hire more female f filmmakers, cinematographers, crew members, actresses, that sort of thing. Give them more agency in the plots. Give them more strength amongst the men in the stories. And but that make sort it worthwhile and make it mean something. Exactly. Not just to do it just to do it. Exactly. Going off on a little tangent here, I saw an article that was critical of Marvel movies because of how much screen time the women had in the films. Now, that being said, what makes a woman a crucial part of a movie? How much they're on screen or what? how are they impacting the plot? Quality, not quantity. Quality, not quantity. That's what have... I say. I don't care if there's 15 minutes of a woman in a Marvel movie. How important is their role in the films? Look at uh, Gamora, Black Widow. Because if we're looking at screen time, Captain look Marvel. At, look at and even Captain Marvel was kind of forced girl power kind of yeah, mentality. I'm not to, nose, not but... again. Not to disrespect the feminist movement. I don't mean it in that way at all. And I hope I'm not offending anybody. These are just my own opinions. Mm -hmm. But in this movie. The main cast have been sidelined in a way to give the spotlight to these female characters like Bo Peep. Like she's the one that came up with the plan and Woody's the one that looks incompetent when they're doing the plan in the antique shop, you know. Yeah. That bothered me because of what we said. He is supposed to be the guy who comes up with the plan. He or he did the whole planning with uh, Sunnyside, the escape. He came up with right. the plan. He's like, okay, and guys, here's what we're going to do. And now all of a sudden he's acting. And you could accompany this with him being irrational and desperate. So he's not thinking clearly. But also it makes him look incompetent and her look like the master planner, which she is. She knows how to and run these streets. The she streets knows now. the streets. She knows the shop. But so what Woody got to look at the shop earlier too when he was looking around with Forky. There's a moment where... He realizes, okay, I'm usually the planner, but instead of her being all like, yo, I got it, there's a big moment or something, and he turns to her and is like, so what's the plan? Right. That would but have been then, cool. But then you're going to get people going, well, she had to have permission from the guy. Right. The thing is, they're- So it's, a, it's, it's you're almost, never going to make everybody happy. It's almost what they did with Star Wars, where they're using these legacy characters to spotlight- this era where we're turning to feminism and turning to female heroines and things like that that will headline a story. And if done right, and that they're kind of 
not they're piggybacking off of these legacy characters like Ray and Luke and Han and the rest of them. Now we're getting Bo Peep getting launched up and Bo Peep getting launched up with off of Woody and kind of being put in the spotlight and it, it I don't know. I'm saying it a little wrong. No, it's I, not I coming hope out people right. understand Woody, what I you're hope, saying. Woody, I hope people I understand what I'm saying, too, because I'm not saying it as well as I want to. What you're saying is quality but over quantity. At the same time, Woody's still the main, first and foremost, main character of this movie. He's front and center. This is about him and what he's going But it could be about him through. passing the torch. Right. It's about him um, passing the torch to the female to members Jesse, of the cast. Literally. To Jesse, which again, like you said, it what didn't amount to anything throughout the plot. It's just a symbolic gesture at that point. Which is fine. It was a cool moment. But yeah. just not enough I, weight. I did like that. Not enough weight not behind enough it. Not enough weight behind it. I agree. And then you get Bo Peep being presented as a strong, independent female character. This which lost is great. toy who survived. Which is great. Which is great. I agree with that. But perhaps you want to do it through a new series of films focusing on Bo Peep herself. Exclusively her. We don't know what happened to her after Toy Story 3. After Toy Story 3, Woody, Buzz, the toys, their story's over, at least with Andy. They've moved on to Bonnie. We don't know what happened to Bo Peep. And if you wanted to do this theme of Bo Peep getting str- like being a strong female lead, do it in a new series of films and possibly even lead it up with her being the main character, having a new ensemble cast of toys that like she works with. Yeah, with They're Duke almost Kaboom. setting up another trilogy exactly. with this movie. But start off with her. We're going to focus on Bo Peep and what happened to her and how she became to be this toy who's independent and strong. And then in Toy Story 6 or whatever, we can have her be reunited with the main cast of Toy Story 1 through 3. And then make it a maybe possibly make it a big big ensemble cast with both groups of toys, and then end Crossover. with the whole end with the whole Andy getting Woody back thing, bringing the saga full circle, and then maybe maybe Andy's with a doing something. Maybe they're doing a play date, him and Molly with their set with their kids, yeah. and they find each other. No, not find each other. They're with each other at the park or something. They see Woody and they see uh, uh, Bo Peep, and they take him together sure why that could have happened now i would forgive this movie if what their plan was was to make another two movies based on this new set of toys that we were introduced to and move on completely from buzz and all the rest if that's what they were doing to set this up then fine i'll forgive it but if they were making it to conclude the toy story i'll never story, forgive then yeah. no no i mean i was and going back just real quick to give I will an never forgive what they did to Buzz. No, 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 no. They can They no. didn't they didn't take him further. They didn't grow his character anymore throughout four mo- movies. He just felt what so is his growth? It's it was I rough. Mean, it was as, a rough a, especially go. since he was a lead in Toy Story 1 and 2 and, and now three. he's oh. sideline. Big mistake. So check this out. Just to make it clear what you're saying about the feminist movement. Yes. Maybe you can help me. Quality over quantity, as I've said a couple times. For example, you have MJ, Mary Jane, in the Spider-Man movies. Sure. She gets a lot of screen time. She's a main character, but that doesn't make her well 
represented as a woman. She's ah. always in distress and blah, blah, blah. And that show is an example Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. quantity. She's on the screen a lot. We're showing women represented. That's one woman. She's only ever talking to a dude about a dude. And she's only a plot device for Spider-Man to save her. Break the Bechdel test. No. And then, as opposed to Ray being having screen time or Black Widow, Captain Marvel having screen time for the sake of being helpful to the plot. Right. Instead like, of instead like even have Black it be Widow, meaningful, not Black just Widow and Iron Man two. Not okay. a lot of screen time. No. But when she's sex in it, symbol. Well that's what you in that think. Movie. But then she makes up for it in the end when she destroys all those people. Right. And then but Happy's she's still just like, like in a skin tight suit. But that's part of her that's cover, part I comic think. Book stuff, yeah, right? that's comic book stuff. I forgive that. But that is an example of quality over amount of screen time. When she is on screen, it's I, worthwhile and she's not just there to be a damsel in distress. I guess what I'm saying too, or what I'm trying to say, is that the push for feminine Leadership, the push for a female lead, female powerful lead, that that sort of thing. It's fine, but in Toy Story 4, it was detrimental to the rest of the cast and to the plot as a whole. Yeah. The push for feminism and increased diversity in film and video is good. Mm-hmm. But when you do it... Just to do it. Just to do it. Or if you do it in a way that doesn't makes sense with what happened in the movies before if you're doing it in the franchise without maybe without making a clean cut without making a clean cut a separation from toy story 3 clean cut don't i guess what i'm saying is don't make the characters we know and love act out of character in order to push i don't want to say that in order to integrate those feminist ideals you know yeah because, I mean, again, in this day and age, increased diversity in film. I get that. I think it's good. Don't, I mean, if you it, make, it, it, when it becomes such a hot item in the news, it makes it seem forced. Then you, you say, well, they made Bo Peep like that because we want strong female characters. They made, they made Bonnie the new kid because she's a little girl instead of a little boy. It becomes, people perceive it as an agenda. Right. And that's not a good look. That doesn't give your point any weight so it's like if you're making a movie and i don't want to say that i don't want to say that but i mean clearly disney and the hollywood these days have that agenda to increase diversity and i'm not saying it in a i don't mean to say it in a sinister way and there's a right way to do right it. there's a right way to do it i don't mean to say that it's wrong and that they shouldn't do it i'm saying that it ha- it should be done in a better way you know, more natural yes. way. Not just like throwing, and we'll go even a different Especially route. in Toy Story if 4 when the story was done by the third movie. If you're making a movie just to please people, you're not going to please the people because you're trying too hard. It's like when, if you throw in like, oh, it's the first openly gay couple, but you just throw them in there and they're not a pl- main plot point, then right. you're, not, you're not doing them justice. I mean... I mean, the kiss scene in Rise of Skywalker is not a win for LGBTQ No, because it's just fans. thrown in. It's in, not a win. Like it's thrown you, in there. It's a short little scene. What would have been a win, like we said in that, several episodes ago, is to have Oscar Isaacs and John Boyega's character Finn and Poe become a couple. 
I would have been fine with that. That would have carried weight. You see these characters bonding. It would have been, it would have worked better. It would have felt more natural. It would have, you see these characters bonding. I'm 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 going in circles here. And and being progressive. I, if you're a gay couple and you want to get married, I'm ordained. I'll do it. That's (laughs) real. I am. Okay. So let's get back. But I did want to throw out some of our views right there. uh, That's That's kind of my, my opinion on the matter. And. I might not have said it as well as I wanted to or exactly how I wanted to, but that's kind of the gist of it. Yes. I just think Toy Story 1 through 3 was a perfect set, absolutely perfect. It you was. You didn't need anything else. Going back to the ice cream analogy, I'm not going to say the whole thing, but right. this was uh, extra dessert that we didn't need. It's good. It looks awesome. It's yeah. delicious, but we don't need it. We don't need it. It, it was uh, perfect the first time around. Another, you know, a thing, maybe you'll agree, this movie kind of reminded me of, it was like The Last Jedi of Toy Story. Right. Because it was visually stunning. Visually stunning. A lot of good ideas, but just too much going on, so then nothing was going on. You have these characters that were set up beautifully that you didn't use right, and characters that have been set up doing stuff that their characters, that, that doesn't make sense for their character. So it it was kind of just all over the place. They wanted to fit everything in. And it's just strange to have this entire almost supporting cast in the RV and have them not really doing anything. And having just one or two lines from Potato Head when they should have just been left out. I mean, it's no, it just doesn't feel right. It's all the more obvious that they were sidelined. Given, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm. This was a victory lap. This was a victory lap after the race was already won with Toy Story three, but the car broke down halfway. Is what I guess that's kind of another analogy. Like, let's go! Oh shoot, we can't finish our victory lap. The car, the car is state of the art. The car is state of the art. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, interior is beautiful. It still breaks down. It looks because the piece because the pieces aren't. It's like it's like a really attractive person, but their personality sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I don't know about that. The movie still has heart and has a lot of good, yeah, funny moments. A lot of great moments between Bo and Woody, and yeah, even Buzz and Woody. Buzz and Woody's hug at the end was good. But we want to. And this is something I missed. This is end. something. Yeah, this is something I missed in the last episode. Buzz holding his hand out to Woody as they're about to go into the center of the pit. Maybe we should say that for the wrap-up. Okay. Go ahead and say it. No, no say it. No, no, say no. it. No, I want you to say okay. it. Okay. Say it. Sorry. Say it. Say it! It's my turn to interrupt you. Go okay. ahead and say it. <laughs> Do it. Spencer, <sighs> and this brings me back to my point. What was I talking about? Shit. No. Oh, yeah. The, the whole... But, so Buzz and Woody, they have this hug, the sentimental hug at the end. They're saying goodbye. They had the whole infinity and beyond kind of exchange. But what was more touching to me was how the relationship was showed as they were going down into the fire pit at the uh, the dump. And you see Woody, he's still trying to do what he can. He's still trying to do what he can to save all the toys, like to climb to the top of the pit, to not get incinerated. And he looks at Buzz like in a, in a panic, and Buzz just looks at him and holds his hand out like that. And you can see... The emotion in Buzz's face, just like he did when he grabbed Jesse's hand. Yeah. When he was showing that. Uh, that gets me. 
that gets me because not only, that was a perfect movie because they a have a history to a perfect they trilogy. have a history they had a rocky start and they grew through it and they became fast friends and his friend is holding his hand out after woody rejected it at the beginning of the movie and in this one and in toy story 3 at the end of the movie he accepts it and he accepts yeah. their fate going down to the incinerator even though they get saved, it's still it's still yeah. a touching moment between the two characters. They and were kind ready of, to go. It's a it's the high point of their relationship, I think. And then this one, it, the, the hug, it's still meaningful. It has meaning behind it, but it's not as powerful to mm-hmm. me yeah. anyway. This movie is it's not as it's not a very good sequel. I no. mean, on the on the cert, on technically it's beautiful, all that, but when you have a perfect story like one through three. The Andy era, it's perfect. Perhaps Toy Story 4 should have started with focusing on... Have the intro the same way. Yeah. Have the intro, absolutely. Have the intro the same way sets up how Bo got taken away. And then we transition. Like, have the Buzz and Woody, the old toys, be a cameo at the beginning and then move on to how or what happened to Bo. Or have them and show Jesse leading the charge back at home. Have Cut back and forth every now and then. Maybe. If you want to have those characters in there, right. show that she's handling it now. Perhaps her and Buzz, and they're they're running the camp like camp counselor, like a couple, like Barbie and Ken. Yeah, <laughs> they become a couple. Yeah, still missing. That was them. never really touched on. No, it was set up. No, it. W- what? What was not touched on? Buzz and Jesse being oh, a couple. Yeah. Well, it's shown in this movie. They're like when they're immobilized. When they're freezing for when people are around, oh, yeah. they're kind of like leaning on each other and stuff. And they're standing next to each other at the beginning of the movie and all that. But they don't really lean into it, do they? Now that no. I think of it. Like, no why, why couldn't, does anything why couldn't, that makes sense to what they was set up. Why couldn't, but why couldn't, we're just talking about things. Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Why didn't Jesse go out with Buzz? Right. And somebody well, else, somebody, and somebody else they don't at have the RV. Well, somebody, well, okay, that's true. That's true. Who's going to... I mean, they can't have Potato Head do it because they don't have... Don Rickles, yeah. Well, they could have recast him. They recast Slinky. Right. I would oh, have been fine. I don't know. That's kind of true. Why didn't... And then Estelle... Or have Slinky Estelle be the Harris leader. barely has any lines either. And she doesn't still alive. really say anything. I don't know. It just... It was kind of a mess. <sighs> it was all over. It wasn't as tight as the other movies. Having said all this, though... It's beautiful. It is. And... It's still probably the best quadrility ever made. Probably. Because even this, although it wasn't great, still wasn't... It was entertaining. It, it was, wasn't it's as a bad solid as... movie. Fourth films are usually never a good idea. It's a this solid movie. This one wasn't, but it's still solid-ish. Like, if we did a thing at the end where it's like, do you recommend it? I would, but... I would recommend it, but principle. I would say that it shouldn't be a... It, it as part of the Toy Story saga, if you will, it doesn't Watch fit. Watch it, it going doesn't in work. with like the idea of it not being a sequel to Toy Story three, having it right. start off right a right. new have it I be a know, new chapter, like a spinoff be- or something. Oh, man. Guys, that's that was Toy the Story, Toy Story franchise. I mean, we've been talking about it through one through three, our podcast one through three, and how we're not looking forward, kinda, to talking yeah. about this movie, and now you know why. Yeah, um, if you've listened this far, now you know why. No, listen, it's no Phantom Menace, but it's still... no, it, no <laughs> Phantom Menace is good. But this movie, this movie, like we keep saying over and over, it's solid. But one through three is perfect. Shouldn't have been a fourth yeah. one. It and we'll feel, talk about them as a whole. It feels like an add-on. 
with really? our in, in our next episode, the wrap up, we'll do the Finn scores and the awards. I think what I want to try to do, we don't need to make it this one a full length thing because it's just not as meaty as what we did with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like this can just be a straight up wrap up. We don't we've gone into a lot of detail. Yep. Already, so it might be shorter. I don't want to promise anything. No. But I mean, listen to that. We got another Randy Newman song to play us out. Oh, good. Uh, oh, okay. cut off his new album. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. I'm getting Christian, tired of saying that. Can't Christian. do it. I can't do it. You know what? I'll write it, and we'll sing it live. We get the Bill O'Reilly in. <laughs> Not hey, just the little passing references I make, but an actual only, complete one that makes sense. I only said one F word. Good. I guess I, I wasn't think focused I said on any the, F words. You said this shit time. at the end. Oh shit. Take off the Okay. That one was kind of awkward. Uh but Spencer. Yeah. Thanks for sticking yeah. with us again. Thank uh, you. Stay with us. One more Toy Story-ish wrap up, and then we're gonna announce what we're yes, doing next. The next episode. The next episode. We play us out. I'm excited for that. Me too. But uh yeah. I will say I'll hint. It's a film franchise I've never watched. Mm, likewise. The next one. Actually, likewise. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. Don't give I'm a hint. I'm not going to... It's not going to spoil anything. Okay. Stormtrooper. Oh, that's a really... I like that. I like you. Okay. All right. Play us song. All right. Spencer, fans, listeners, newcomers. Where can they listen? That's what I'm doing, man. Oh, I know. Oh, it, I'm uh, trying to go through my whole routine here. Just so we didn't forget that email from Brandon that we said. Oh, we're going to yes. talk about that. We are. In, in we're the doing it in the wrap up next And week. I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but it's a big question, blew my mind. I'm still working on an answer. All right, Spencer. Well, fans, listeners, newcomers, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast, the Toy Story 4 edition. That rounds out our coverage of the four movies, minus our wrap up episode, which we're going to be having available and ready for you to listen next Tuesday, which you can then listen to on Podbean, either the app or the website, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So you can tune into us there and be sure to do so. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, and if you do, if you're listening on on something that can give a five-star rating, please do. Mm-hmm. Please do, Please uh, do. especially iTunes. That's our biggest one with the ratings. Five star, it'll help us get noticed. And again, thank you to Jamie and Ben. Uh, just keep listening. And we'll, we'll, as you can see, we're shouting you out if you write us a review. Right, right. Give us some feedback. So you can you can do that on, on, on those, or you can email the show with some, like, tell what you want to watch or right. listen to, what you might want to hear, a film franchise, an idea. Or something you like about the show, something that you don't, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll take your feedback. We'll take it seriously. You can email the show at sequelmen19 at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram at sequelmen the podcast, or on Facebook. That's where we post links to that's where we the episodes more, yeah. and stuff. That's that's our our biggest thing that we use because you know Facebook is the big thing so find us on there message us MySpace you can recommend (laughs) just kidding you can recommend us on Facebook that's like a five star review people see that and we'll 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 read that if it's a really good comment or a message I'll we'll read those we'll discuss your stuff your feedback it's gonna be great message us on on any of those platforms or right on our wall just say hey good job whatever give us a recommendation yeah so find us there like our good friend Mike Houseman did 
We yes. hope you're still listening, dude. Please. Is that it? That's it. That's <laughs> okay. all. That's all I got. All right. Well, Spencer, we can't wait for the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, all films are created sequel. Take care. God bless. Hug your mom. Hashtag bring back RC.